This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by Your Last Chance to Back Atomic on Kickstarter. It is my new book. It is the second Power Worlds book based on the Fallout universe. If you go to my Twitter, it's twitter.com slash G-A-R-Y-B-U-H. The pinned tweet uh, will link you to the Kickstarter. Um, at the time this episode comes out, you just have a couple of days. So uh, please consider giving. Um, there's still some cool rewards left. We already made our goal, but I would love to uh, get some of those cool stretch goals out of the way. So please consider backing Atomic on Kickstarter. Thank you. Uh, he- hello, welcome to uh, Needful Things, Junk and Consignment Shop. My name is Rami. How can I help you today? Oh, wait. Needful Things. Uh, wow, there wasn't a sign-off front. You know what? I've read that story. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump. Uh... Oh, hey, no, 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 no. We get, we get that all the time. I understand. Uh, the store's not like that anymore. Um, it's just a normal store now. I inherited it through this kind of Byzantine tax law, Republican gerrymandering property code thing. It was a whole big mess, but now it's just a store. It's not like that kind of store. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Let me just lay this out for you. Uh, so my mother-in-law, uh, she's a widow and, and, and she's in town for the week and I'm trying to, uh, you know, just kind of smooth things over, get her something nice to just kind of make some peace. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. <laughs> and I'd rather you <laughs> well, didn't, sir. I, what I, it's, uh, so, okay, okay. Sorry. Um, let's see what we got around here. Um, so, we got this toad tote, uh, this kind of hollowed out mushroom bag thing. It's kind of vintage, kind of cool. Uh, and, you know, the, I mean, I don't know. Does she golf? I got these golf clubs. Uh, this flower here is warm all the time. Um, here, listen, listen, you know, her. you said that she was a widow. Her husband, was her husband a POW? Because I have this block that she might be into. It might be nostalgic. Nah, she's got kind of a kind of a small house. Uh, I was I was just thinking of like a I don't know, like like an accessory, something that's kind of no big deal. You know what? I have just the thing. Um, how about this umbrella? Like it, it rains out here in uh, in King Country. Uh, here, let me introduce you to Perry. Perry. Yeah, what? Perry the umbrella. It's, it's right here. It's it's you can see it's a very nice shape. One owner, uh, never actually used in the rain, died tragically in a go-kart accident, something, something, yada, yada. Perry is in great shape near Mint. Why is it called Perry? Like, that's a that's a dude's name. Like, what's going on? You know, I, I don't know. Um, just when I got it, it was next to it on the manifest. Um, but you got to see the coolest part, you know. Um, here, let me grab a feeder mouse from my pocket here. Um, and... Uh, oh, no. What? Where did it go? I had to the Perry ate it. Oh, it, it. Yeah. Wait, this thing eats? Absolutely. And you have not seen the best part. You know that kind of like acrid biological or reptile house stench that's that's kind of in my whole whole business? Yeah, I mean, I was too polite to say something, but now that you bring it up, it's it's an issue. Well, well, well. if you're wondering where that came from, here, look at, uh, at, at Perry's, uh, that little, little starfish there. Keep, watch it. Watch it. Oh, right out of the handle. Yep. Yeah, Perry expels waste, uh, and it does not wash out. I'll let you know. I should be upset, but I. Wow, this is perfect. Um, I'll take it. I mean, how much do you want? Like, this is amazing. Oh, for you, sir. There's no price. <laughs> oh wow! How generous. Uh, cool. Well, I'll just take the. You know, I don't need a receipt. It's fine. Take care. Ah, now let's see if I can get Gladys to step on this umbrella. Love and ma- 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 ma-
Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. Yep. And this week we are talking about Super Princess Peach, which is a platformer game developed by Tose and published by Nintendo for the DS in 2006. Tose. Tose. They're back making games. They, they, you run into them on Crontendo uh, and stuff. Mm. You think, oh, Tose sucks. Uh, Tose has been around forever. That was actually yeah, a really Tose good episode. Of... <laughs> Tose, yep, Tose is Japanese for eternity. I yeah. will not brook any correction. No, the, the, super interesting. The, uh, the, the Retronauts about that was actually really good. I had no idea uh, kind of how their business worked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, and it's, uh, it was on like kind of little, little loved uh, developers, mm-hmm. not specifically uh you know, Tose, but oh, we ended yeah, up with like a lot of cool kind of information there. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was like oh, developers of the uh, Famicom boom times or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah like, other but, than Sunsoft. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but like Tose, like this is not our first rodeo with them. Like they they developed uh, uh, the uh, Dragon Quest uh, Rocket Slime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, uh, that makes sense actually. Um, so this is the the first game that totally stars uh, Princess Peach. Yeah, um, she had a you know a, a peering role in Super Mario Brothers two, uh, where she you know was a lot of kids' favorite, honestly, yeah. because her powers are OP. Of course, um, this is the first uh, first main mainline entry with just Princess Peach. Yeah, it's it's her time in the spotlight. Uh, that mm-hmm. does come with a caveat. And Gary, I want to get this poison out as soon as possible. Um, one of the main things that this game is remembered for. Uh, is that her powers are derived from, uh, from from kind of very outsized and powerful emotions, which is a uh, kind of sexist notion. Yeah, yeah, women can't control their emotions. However, she specifically is very much controlling them to work to her advantage. Yes, yeah, I think I think this is something that before, like, I've got history that I played this game like a while back, like close to when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the second time I've I played it. And uh, that's something that I always think is going to bother me more than it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, I think it's the kind of thing that if you read a line about it, and I'm not trying to take away anyone's outrage. If like if you're mad about it, be mad about it, especially if you are a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I read it, I expected it to be worse than it was. Yes. Um, you know, it's not presented as a joke. It's like it's a world condition that happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of presented as like weirdly empowering. Yeah, uh, in a sense. And like one of the ways I was trying to think about it and, uh, you know, I could make the, uh, you know, the glowing brain meme <laughs> for this as it gets increasingly more you know, glowy or whatever. <laughs> right. But it's like this is this is a stereotype for ladies. Uh-huh. However, it is 
when people make fun of women for this, they're making fun of them for something that is actually like good behavior. Right. Right. Like or being just, in touch with your emotions and being, you know, emotional is good, not it, bad. Yeah, it it, it is. It, it is a human condition. When I was playing this, you know, because I, I played this back around the time it came out as well. Um, I went into it kind of looking through our current 2017 lens. But then I realized ah, I'm, I'm really emotional. <laughs> so many yeah. of my actions are like dictated by this. Um, and when we say empowering, what we're talking about is not just like, oh, it's it's women doing it for themselves. It is literally just like, hey, what can these things accomplish for you as emotions being a thing that humans go through? It's a superpower. Right. Like, like she, you know, is, she is uh, has powers that any of the other characters in this universe do not have. Right. Through emotions. And if you squint at it, like and it does take a little bit of a squint because they're that read of it being kind of sexist nonsense is still validish. Yeah. But if you squint at it, it's actually like you know, awesome. Like the, the, you know, the fact that like kind of statistically women are more in touch with their emotions and they're, and this is used against them. There's all this, like, you know, women are expected to do this kind of emotional mm-hmm. labor and, and be the caregivers and things like that. Um, the qualities that they, you know, that they have as far as even societally or, you know, however you want to attribute it, um, that make them make them have that property, yeah. uh, are good things. Yeah. And, and this is, uh, it's, it's kind of a weird way that it translates directly to, a mechanical good thing yeah in the game um you know it's yeah. still like there's there's kind of gross elements to it yeah right but it's it's like i think it's just important that it's not something that's being done to her yeah you yeah. know like if this was like bowser got the motion wand <laughs> and it was just like zapping her you know it was like dom DeMillo's uh, uh inside out you know <laughs> right where you know it's it's a yeah. horny horny or super horny they're addicted to cocaine and scared of the pillow or the full <laughs> emotions you know um if it were like that then like that's no good right but it's it's just uh i don't know it doesn't read as that gross to me it actually mm-hmm. reads as kind of like yeah you know instructive in a weird way yeah i i think the, the the biggest problem with it for me is it's unfortunate that her first star turn does rely on this kind of stereotypical thing we can yeah we can be as elastic as we as as we want to be uh, uh, around the way that it articulates but it's still it's not a great look um even though it does disappear into the background of the game and that is a privileged position to decide that it doesn't bother us and kind of like look at the wireframe of it. The reason why it's not a great look is partly just because of the context of the series, you know, because she's not doing the same things that, you know, Mario does to Mm -hmm. be empowered. And I was thinking that actually like, as much as I'm very happy that princess peach has a starring, uh, role, because I like princess peach. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things is like, if Mario had come out and been a game where it's just like all about Mario, like, crying to like accomplish things mm-hmm. you know like that would actually be pretty cool too if this like continued yeah. you know i'm not saying i want like it's not like you know wins the men's time to shine but just this <laughs> kind of like you know if there's like super princess peach and then there was like a mario spinoff where it's like yeah. mario and luigi like mm-hmm. hey you know what sometimes like <laughs> Mar- mario and luigi feeling it <laughs> yeah Mar- mario and luigi therapy you know like the like the uh, super therapy brothers kind of thing where it's like they you know actually get you know in touch with like you know and have that kind of permission to to feel you know, because mm-hmm. th- that stereotype, the whole like women do that and guys don't uh, is just like a super dumb, you know, like that's super harmful. Like yeah, I remember it's being just, a little destructive. Kid, yeah. You know, like you're a little kid and like something happens and you, you know, you cry and then like, you know, some other some some boy hits you, yeah. you know, and it, it's like it's, <laughs> a, it's so fucking gross, you know, as opposed yeah. to the fact that it's the tone that the game takes is much more uh, positive and kind of celebratory. Mm hmm. 
of it. So there's something there. I don't know if it's quite, you know, they hit the balance exactly right, but yeah. it's not as cut and dry as maybe it, it could be. It's not like right. it's, she goes around hitting things with a vacuum and like, <laughs> and, you know, make up. Yeah, it's, it's not the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? It's actually a great game, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good game. That is also an unfortunate choice. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a uh, I, I don't know. So it's it's a bit more complicated. It works into this being kind of a mechanically sophisticated game, even though it is quite easy. And we're going to get into that. But mm. um, like it, it, it adds a little bit more capability to Peach as a as a player avatar. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's neat. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah that, you have power uh, access to these all from the beginning of the game. Um, and it's all done through the touchscreen, mm-hmm. um, which this game does have that early DS problem of like shoehorning in DS features. Right, right. Um, but the uh, this is actually, I found this pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You just kind of click over with my thumb and hit any of these like big broad pictures in any of the corners. Yeah. I uh, I, I first played this on a uh, co-worker's DS when I was working at GameStop. He's like, hey, check this out. This is pretty good. And it was fired up. And my initial instinct was to just kind of reach over with my thumb because they're up at the corners. Like, they're big, attractive, colorful buttons. And he lost his shit at me for touching his DS screen without a stylus. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And, you know, were you supposed to, like, put it down, get out the stylus, and then press the button like in mid yeah he, he showed me how he played it he had the uh the the stylus cradled in his pinky and he would just like whip it out and then tap it and then cradle it back in his pinky back oh, again it was it was like a like a like a speed origami move he was stacking cups on me to play this game yeah yeah you can touch a ds screen yeah it's fine you can touch any screen you want yeah like touch screen it's a word yeah i'll touch my screen right now <laughs> I, I haven't stopped <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can access them at any time. And it's important to be able to access them because sometimes you're going to be expected to do it uh, mid jump um, or, you know, in response to enemies. Uh, all of these powers have navigation, combat and gate opening abilities. Uh, I would call it puzzle solving abilities. But most of the time it is just, hey, here is something you need to figure out, figure out how to get past. And it is a button press that gets you past it. Yeah, like, you know, with the best will in the world, like light puzzle solving. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them kind of extend to that, but not so much. Um, so the four emotions uh, are in the game. <laughs> right. There are more emotions than that. But the four emotions in the game are uh, joy. Um, joy is super OP uh, because it allows <laughs> you to fly. Any right. platformer that lets you fly automatically becomes the easiest thing in the world, as Kirby has taught us. Right. Um, so this, uh, you know, you float if you are pressing the uh, the jump button. If you stop pressing, you turn to a whirlwind that kind of sinks. Yes. Um, just kind of spinning around with, with joy. Yeah. The titular emotion. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, I love her animation as she flies because her eyes are closed and she's just like super flying nun about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm way into it. <laughs> uh, gloom. Uh, this is one I think people get pretty, pr- pretty ink- uh, cranky about, uh, which mm. is uh, she gets real sad um, and she cries just these massive... Uh, kind of animated jets of tears uh, that are used, uh, you know, to make things grow or to uh, put out fires, et cetera, et cetera. And she also runs very quickly. So if there are platforms that will uh, fall out beneath her, you want to dash across those using this power. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of your sprint. Yeah. 
um, rage, uh, where Peach becomes super angry and she becomes enveloped in flames. Um, <laughs> and then when she jumps, uh, she make, kind of pounds the ground. Yeah, she she, she gets a, a case of China syndrome when she gets super super dense yes. and just yeah. sinks to the core of the earth. <laughs> yeah, where she floats forever, <laughs> yeah. uh, unable to die but unable to live. Right. <laughs> um, she uh, uh, this is used to uh, set fire to like wooden objects in the game. Um, it's also a potent attack. Yeah. Um, that like, be used. It's like it fills a quarter of the screen with damage with her box. Yeah. 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 It's a bit it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and the one that I think makes the game the easiest of all is is calm, which uh, surrounds her with this bubble uh, that slows that slowly heals her as long as she doesn't get uh, get get hit. Uh, and this is a way to turn your vibe energy, the stuff that powers your emotions um, into uh, into health. Right. Yes. Yeah. And And this would obviously be like way ridiculous if these weren't governed by uh energy meter but you yeah. do have you do have vibe energy you do have a mon like a mana meter mm-hmm. um and i think that the issue is you know there are all these little things that make this game a little bit too easy and uh it's just kind of this uh things stacked on top of each other so like you can kind of see where uh so one of the things you have with your vibe and we'll get to this in a second but you can replenish it more or less at will yeah um and that's what makes that a problem mm-hmm. you know it, it's not it never becomes a choice like i only have this much vibe do i want to use on this or that He's going to always replenish it um, that you'd think that would be a bad choice, but sometimes you need the vibe to get past obstacles. Right. You know, so they have to make it so you can replenish at any point. So it just kind of all adds up to being something that is a weird kind of fun activity without often being a challenge. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the Sudoku of platform games. <laughs> yeah. 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 Except more fun than Sudoku. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like colorful and like to, to, to teach their own. Jumpy. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 well, the, I mean, but I mean, the aesthetic like is pretty like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like it's like a like an easy it's like a pinball. It's like a bowling with uh, the gutter. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. That, that That is actually a really good analogy. Like cosmic bowling. You know, like it's still it's really fun. Like you get to see things move and lights and yeah. disclo you know, bowling. Some, Did they call it cosmic bowling in your hometown? Cosmic bowling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We call it disc glow. Yeah, disc glow. Yeah. Like disco, but with glow. Oh, what? Okay, that makes me think of a portmanteau with disc. And <laughs> yep. if you guys are bowling with a disc, I don't have to tell you guys. Yep. yep. <laughs> rolling. It, it was a frolf variant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I I forget what we were even saying. I'm sorry. We're talking about emotions. Or are we talking? We're talking about the um, the uh, yeah. We're talking about emotions. Yeah, yeah. So it's like bowling with the. Uh, it's it's definitely more kinetic than Sudoku. Um, and we're gonna talk about like the like the rhythm of the game as as it goes on. Um, something that is super positive about this, even though you have access to these emotions, uh, your enemies have access to them as well. So you don't just have a Goomba. Uh, you have a happy Goomba and a sad Goomba and an angry Goomba. Yes. Uh, and it's not access; it's a it's a plot point. Yes, uh, there was like an emotion bomb that exploded and like kind of infected these guys mm-hmm. with emotionality. Um, and the uh, this is actually like one, uh, it's fucking adorable. But yeah. two, it's a uh, it's actually like makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Like um, like a sad Goomba is going to sprint back and forth crying, mm-hmm. and will kind of get the drop on you. Uh, so it means that there's a, a wide like a a wider variety of enemy type in this game than uh, definitely more than it first seems, but yeah. actually really wide for a Mario game. Yeah. It, it is like um, Yoshi's Island plus plus in terms of enemy variety and kind of yeah. mechanical variety, you know, and, and some of them are genuinely like, 
you run into like a, those, those uh, torpedo Teds or whatever, the, uh, the, <laughs> the bullet bills from the sea. Yeah. If uh, one of those guys is uh, is happy, look out. Yeah, you because know, it goes they, like they a sine shimmy. wave. Yeah. yeah, they kind of like <laughs> shimmy back and forth. And it's like it's super cute, but it actually presents, you know, greater challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and it, like the cuteness cannot be under, under uh, like it cannot be overstated rather, um, which is like when you have a happy paratroopa, like it is swinging its arms and it's singing a little song and it's, it's whistling. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a good gift. And like, I think this is one of the best looking Mario games in general. Like we'll get to that mm -hmm. kind of a little bit more in generalities, but it really comes across in that cuteness. Like these are big, colorful, good looking sprites. Mm hmm. Um, you know, in the middle of the screen, in addition to your emotions, you have uh, Princess Peach who like reacts to things and stuff. Yeah. And she's giant and looks great. Mm -hmm. You know, um, just this kind of uh, uh, the like the happy bomb, like things like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know why uh, icons like message board icons are not lifted from this game. Oh, of course. Kind of kind of wholesale because like the world loves a bomb mm -hmm. like that, that. That will forever be true. <laughs> um, but you get a, a sad bomb and it's just like. It's like that uh, that job quotient. Like you give an you know give an animal a job and it becomes cute. Yeah, yeah. Like give an animal an emotion, it becomes cute too. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Or give anything an emotion. This yeah, is just, an angry stoat. You just have a, an angry stoat. Yeah, you, you just have a happy little fox using his tail to uh, to to dust your blinds. You know. Adorable. Adorable. Sorry. <laughs> like you, were, you, you, were wait, you were waiting for the judgment to come in from the panel. Yeah. Like, yep, no, I can yeah. confirm. Yep, that is adorable. I, I was All talking right. about the water I just drank. <laughs> I, 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 I used my soda stream to in, inject cutogens into it. <laughs> so, the actual molecules are smiling. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is great. Like, it, it definitely adds a little bit more texture to Happy it. Happy to overjoyed. Happy to overjoyed. Um, it's true. <laughs> um, there we go yeah no um i i really dig this i love enemy variety um mm -hmm. and that is something that mario oftentimes lacks and so any given any any given enemy will be able to subvert your expectations in a couple of different ways uh yes. which is which is a cool and good thing yeah yeah yep, yep. Uh, so we talked about the vibe gauge which you refill uh the primary way kind of the basic way is finding these crystals yeah um, but the other way you can do it is by consuming your enemy, because <laughs> uh, it's not all sunshine and lollipops. No, kids. no, you have Perry. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the dark eldritch horror that is Perry. <laughs> um, so I was playing this, and I could only think about the Umbra staff from the Adventure Zone, which uh, which is made of a very powerful deceased magician. Mm. There we go. Um, in case anybody wanted to write in and say, why didn't you say that? Uh, yes, I, I know that. So Perry is a talking umbrella who, uh, Peach is able to use as a weapon. So unlike a lot of Mario games, you have a direct attack that will swing in front of you and attack you. Uh, you can, um, press a button to, uh, pick up enemies and items and throw them around. But if you press down, um, in a Yoshi's Island or Kirby-esque fashion, Perry will consume whatever you're picking up if it is an enemy and convert it into vibe energy. Yes, which presumably at the point in which you spend that vibe energy, that is the soul uh, and the kind of the being of that creature. Yeah. Like it's not coming back at that point. No, no. Yeah, you've, you, you have obliterated it and made it into your own. And the Mushroom Kingdom of Heaven does not accept creatures that have been absorbed by perry no no like, you, like yeah there's just nothing left it's that closet in beetlejuice yeah the, the, yeah there, there there is no there's no soul here anymore it is just potential that has been turned into effect goomba doesn't live here anymore <laughs> <laughs> so so 
so Perry, uh, being able to, you know, to do that, to be able to absorb. So this uh, obviously is a puzzle and level design contrivance in that, like, you need to be able to recharge your meter whenever you want in case you get to a door that you have to, you know, use a joy whirlwind to open. Yeah. Um, this is like, I think the big factor, like, so it's necessary, but it's the big factor I think that makes the game too easy. Yes. Because if I started with a limited resource that I could use for healing or offense, like that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, you can just always do this. You can do it while regenerating. Yeah. You can absorb things like, um, you can just kind of absorb for days at some certain point. I did not want, uh, any open casket funerals in my mushroom kingdom. So I, (laughs) I absorbed everybody, Right. you know? You, you just know. disappeared all of these Koopa Troopas. Yeah, like, like, as if they didn't exist. And when their mother comes to the funeral to like, to the, you know, to try to get the death certificate, I'll be like, who's Johnny Koopa? I don't have any record here. Are, are you sure you don't have a son? You've played uh, Paper just, Mario. You know what you're doing, you monster. Uh, it's an RP server. Like, I don't, uh, <laughs> like, I'm trying to unlock the evil ending. So. Oh, man. I uh, I got the, uh, the Planescape Torment remake on uh, oh, yeah. iPad. And uh, it, over the past couple of days, I have been doing the evil playthrough uh, in bed as I've been falling asleep. Uh, that will produce fucked up dreams. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's the best evil playthrough of a game. Of course it is. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> like it's the best game yeah. of all time. So, um, at, yeah. at, like at its best, this kind of infinite uh, kind of tra- uh, transformation of enemies into into power is a uh you know a way to get you past up at its worst it is a way to turn uh difficulty into tedium yeah sometimes you have to grind a little bit like enemies yeah, will respawn yeah. as you uh kind of go back and forth through pipes yeah um, or there'll just be little... a pipe that spits out infinite goombas yeah yeah goomba yeah. pipe um <laughs> so you have to sit there and charge it doesn't take very long no like every every everything perry eats like charges about a quarter of a meter so it happens pretty quick yeah yeah. Um, you can also buy upgrades for Perry uh, that lets you glide, stomp, and shoot these kind of Mega Man charge beams. Um, you will yeah. blow through all of these within the first kind of world, uh, which makes it, uh, to me, initially seem ridiculous to have a shop. Gary, I didn't realize you could press left and right to find new items. Oh, geez. <laughs> that, that doer. Uh, um, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. I had all these coins just tens of thousands of uh tens of thousands of coins um and even without upgrading my health or my vibe meter uh this game was still uh too easy to really engage me that much yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty unnecessary to do that and it's one of those things it's similar to the um the vibe meter being recharged where it's like it's it's kind of two different elements being served um you don't need any of these upgrades, really. No. Um, the flo- the floating one, the glide one, uh, be- is really, really handy for a specific set of puzzles in the last world. Yep. But um, you don't need them or anything. But I like having something to spend coins on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like one of the things that Mario games have always been kind of shitty at. You know, um, ever since the uh, once they started into like the unlimited continues zone, um, there's really no reason to get these extra lives. No. And uh, the the series has always struggled with that. It's one of the things I love about um, New Super Mario Land 2. We're, we're gonna, New Super we're, Mario World 2. We're going to have to do that as a game, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think that game is really interesting because it just, like, you know, it took the question of, this is, like, almost like a, a different answer to that question, where it's, like, took the, you know, kids are going to collect these coins. Mm-hmm. These coins. Kids yeah. are going to grab them. Uh, this takes a look and says, what could you, they're coins, they're money, what could you use to spend them on? Um, but it's a game that doesn't need meaningful upgrades. Right. So like, you know, even getting like meaningful upgrades, anything you do is just extra credit at this point. Um, and then New Super Mario World 2 takes, uh, or New Super Mario Land 2 or New Super Mario Brothers 2. I can't, yep. I can't remember uh, the, the, the one on DS. Yeah. 
uh, is just like the other part about coins is it sounds nice when you get them. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally all it is. It's like that sound. We've trained an entire generation of people to love that sound. <laughs> what if we just took that and ramped it up to like 20? Yeah. You know, like, you know, past. I said I was going to say 11 and then I went even further. Like, Ooh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's two amps. Fuck you, like, Spinal Tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good guest. Um, but just, just <laughs> I like ramp. Spinal Tap, Gary. I, I do too. Well, you, said, you, just, you just said fuck you, Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, right. It's okay for me to plus one your <laughs> It's fine. Sorry. What a trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Loki move. Um, the, uh, but like, just take it and just crank it all the way up. And it's like, if you're just constantly hearing that sound and everything explodes into coins all the time, like, and that game feels great. Yeah. Like, I, like, I love that, the way that plays. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like the idea of buying stuff. You yeah. know, it felt good to buy upgrades. Um, you get some other upgrades in that right tab too. They hide some other utility ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another slot. I never uh, unlocked the one. There's like a drink that's like what it does is a mystery. I never got enough coins for it. Yeah. But you unlock a thing that lets you whenever you kill an enemy, you get five coins. Right. Uh, which you think would make it easy to earn up that last little bit, but it's expensive, and I didn't want to grind. Yeah. So. Yep. So uh, that is just a part of the rhythm, you know. Like yes. it was interesting for the first world to you know, look at my total and say, Hey, do I have enough to get this glide or do I have enough to get this uh charge shot? You know? Um, yep. and what it adds up to is peach being incredibly capable, her and Perry, you know, you have way more verbs than any given Mario game, uh, gives you access to. So like, even without that stuff, you can do Mario three slides on these slopes, or you can, uh, do this running slide dash, which is really fun to just blow through a couple of Koopas with that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not tied to a power up or a time limit or anything like that. No, it's kind no. of difference. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, you also find um, kind of upgrades out uh, out in the world uh, for him. Uh, primarily, one that turns him uh, one that lets you uh, kind of use him as a gondola or like a, a boy, what is the word? Like a, a hanging streetcar kind of. Yeah, like 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 a, like a zip line kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, 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 those things have a name. Um, I, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> oh, like a like a funicular. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. And then like one that turns him into a submarine as well. So yeah. this is the kind of like this game has a little bit of DNA to like Yoshi's Island. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And this is a little bit of a nod to that in just like being off kilter side games. And I'm not. <laughs> it's not nearly as good no, as Yoshi's Island. No. Like Yoshi's Island is a masterpiece. This is not. But the um, it kind of has a little bit of that feel, and I think this kind of lends itself to it. Yeah, it also offloads the body horror onto your sidekick, as opposed to like yeah. Princess Peach turning into <laughs> Peach a submarine, <laughs> Peach to turn into a train, like <laughs> like bones cracking, <laughs> muscles ripping, you know, like yeah, don't... Yep. yeah her, her her just her shoulders just migrating up to the top of her skull to turn her into, to turn her into a helicopter. Princess Peach is now Queen Train. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh. <laughs> um, yep <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if i i, I could handle that I, I don't know if i would still be able to like peach after seeing her trans more <laughs> yeah. it, it would definitely uh it, it, you know any person watching them transmorph into a train would would diminish it, it, them like i'm not no no joke like did damage to my conception of yoshi and part of yeah. that is just like i like mario Super mario world yoshi where he's a dinosaur and then like the more sentient yoshi gets the less i like him yeah yeah you know and like and it doesn't help to have him turn into a, a you know a train or yeah. a helicopter like it's just like well, into you're an object. Thin ice, buddy. yeah like, <laughs> yeah like I, I want, I want to turn you into an object. Like I want to treat you like an object. I don't want you to turn yourself into an object through a bubble. He treats objects you know, like women's women, man. He treats objects like Yoshi's, man. <laughs> um, 
the, yeah. uh, one of the things is because this is an early DS game, uh, they had to make you blow on the DS oh, to do something. Um, here's a pro tip. Yep, if just you rub your thumb on, over the mic. <laughs> well, also, if you play this on uh, on an airplane, the uh, the fan from above will make it tur- a turbo shot oh, the entire shit. time. So, so every time I was in the submarine, you just, just held your on. phone up a little bit, or your yeah. Uh, your yeah your DS up a little bit. Yeah, just tilted uh, tilted the little fan, and it just made me like it was like a cheat. Yeah. Uh, so then I played this primarily on the uh, the plane to and from uh, Milwaukee. So yeah, yeah. No, I just uh, <laughs> you know because. Uh, I don't know. Is, is this feels embarrassing to admit? I am a spitty blower. Okay. Okay. Um. So when I would blow, I would try very I mean, hard. It sounds like a phrase that's like it doesn't sound like I, those words. What they mean? I know what you mean, but like right, spitty right. blower sounds like it's already a thing, and that's why that sounds embarrassing to admit. Like right, right. But when I would yeah. into the microphone, yeah. you know, it would just it would put some splatters of saliva on the screen, and that is not good. So I would take my friend from GameStop burst through the wall and punches <laughs> you in the jaw. Ben, Ben, <laughs> why, you why do you torment me? Uh, no, but I would take you know just so so the way I got around that uh was to uh take my uh take one of my fingers and just like rub over the microphone hole and that was the way that i uh you know that 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 i spit bubbles from the submarine yeah it works yeah Uh, nobody nobody likes those little gimmicks like it's like the one thing that's bad about dawn of sorrow like you know ds gimmicks nintendo gimmicks are annoying like they end up making these systems that have really good games there in spite of their like interfaces instead of because of yeah yeah this this definitely feels like that to me yeah um, yeah, uh, that, that, that is why the DS got amazing from like late 2006 and beyond was because yeah. they, they, they felt less, uh, less shackled to that. Yeah. And then just, you know, uh, uh, Wii games where you have to do the waggle, like we talked about in Mario galaxy, like, yeah. it's not, yeah. you know, it, it's, you can make it happen, but it's not great. Yep. And, uh, the less of that there is, the better. <laughs> it's amazing because like, if you fire up a, a DS emulator, there's just a button that activates the, uh, the microphone. <laughs> Low. Whoa, yep. whoa. <laughs> um, yeah um so there are eight worlds in this game um and they're filled with uh very large levels like this is a game about uh exploration uh and getting to the end of them is only one of your goals um something that gary you tipped me uh, uh into was you need to collect all three of the toads that are hidden in all of them because if you do not you will not be able to activate the final boss yeah, which is which is an inexcusable mistake. Yeah, and this, like this is a game I like a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but this is not okay uh, by any means. Uh, no, you know, it, no. it, it's not like I'm not gonna you know boycott like or anything. You know, there's there's no point at that point because you get to the end and it's like, well, I'm at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I can either uh, is it worth it for me to go back and do these hidden things? But I just I, I hate a game that presents something as optional and then it's not <clears throat> optional. Yeah, um, it it fails so ungracefully too because you get to that final little map node and it says I sense a great power here and that's it. It doesn't say, hey, uh, a bunch of toads would be able to help us like open this gate. Um, it doesn't give you like a mini boss to fight and says like, hey, if we had more toads, we could fight Bowser or we could get to him. Like they could stack up and help us climb up there, or they could feed Perry so he could fly up there. Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Like there's the, the, the there's nothing that feeds into it and so collecting toads is what makes a lot of these very easy levels kind of interesting and engaging right but yeah if you miss any given one of them you will get to the very end and it is you know a, a substantial yeah, to, anticlimax yeah you just have to go back like and and you know i liked collecting the toads on the way there but every once in a while you get to the end of the level i'm like oh okay yeah 
I'd rather just be done with this. Like, you know, I'm okay not, you know, getting the uh, the special credits or the new title screen or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something like that. Um, and just to have it, uh, it's like it's like a way worse version, a way direct, more direct and worse version of like the vampire bloodlines problem where like, you know, bloodline says, Hey, solve this, play this game any way you want. And then you get to the end and it's like, if you don't shoot or hit things with a sword, like you're fucked. Right. You know, um, it's like a way, it's like a way blunter version of that, Mm -hmm. you know, like presenting choice as not choice and like collectibles in a level. That's always, you know, this has a lot of Yoshi's Island DNA, as I mentioned, and that's Yoshi's Island, Mm -hmm. like get the five flowers. Uh, that's kind of part of that, that subset of Mario or, you know, and even Mario purple coins, like, you know, get the things, um, making it necessary and kind of mandatory to, to see the actual ending is kind of excruciating. Like if it had been like bonus zones, like if this had been the star world or whatever, like, yeah, yeah, you know, anything, but like the literal last boss. Yeah. To make the credits roll. This, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it's really, that's really, really rough. Yeah. Like um, the, and it should never have happened to, 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 to get to a door and to potentially be told like, Hey, go back and play every single level that you've already played. Uh, no, that's kind oh, yeah. of dirty pool. Like, yeah, if you if you hadn't gotten any toads, like, which is yeah. it'd be hard to do, but like you have to get all three from every level. So, like, if you had gotten if you'd missed one toad per level, mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody going back and just replaying the game. Yeah. To get that last toad. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like like you said, like getting the toads in the early levels is what makes them those sections kind of fun because some of them are kind of cleverly hidden. Yeah. You know, and the, the levels are designed around it. Like the levels are not uh, Metroidvania, but like they are big uh you know, levels, with, they're not quite nonlinear, but there are lots of branching paths. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of go into these little div- diverticulate, like get bonuses and stuff. And it's fun to explore them. Like they always give you, you have the ability to backtrack. You can go back through pipes, which never happens in Mario. Like right. you have the ability to kind of explore them and they're fun to explore. Mm-hmm. It's just taking this thing that is fun and making it a job that makes it not cute. Like give right. an animal a job. Cute. <laughs> give me a job. Fuck go you. fuck yourself. I quit in two weeks. <laughs> like it is, you know, it, it's, it doesn't work. Right. So, yeah. So that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, not, not not that big into that. Like once you told me, hey, go get all the toads. I'd gotten most of them because they were fun to seek out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like exhaustively combing every single stage in order to make sure that I wouldn't have to replay it was uh, not as fun as like going through and breezily deciding what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, this toad like... lives. This toad dies. <laughs> this toad lives. This toad dies. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's it's similar to the way that uh, Yoshi's story works, actually, where you're mm. like in that game, you're seeking out the best fruit in order to open up more stages. You know, like yeah, here it, it's it's actually a pretty similar kind of rhythm. Yes, but except it's not just like more stages; it's the end of the game. Yes, you can't. And this, I feel like this keeps coming up with like things, especially on Bonfireside Chat. Where it's like games where you, uh, you know, I you, you take the stuff that's kind of optional, uh, and it it makes it. Uh, there's no space for the person who just kind of wants to get through the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, you need that. Like you need the kind of person. I can't be the only person in the world who doesn't want 100 percent something. <laughs> you know, like uh, and it, it, I mean, I I'm referencing specifically Neo, but it came up with um, Hyperlight Drifter as well. Yep. Where like you know you get to the end, hey, you don't have enough widgets. Go back and get some more widgets. So those widgets were presented as optional, like. I don't want to get the widgets. I just want to get to the end of the game. And it's not, you know, deadline playing for a show or anything. I just, I don't know hundred percent everything I play. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not a, you know, a Western RPG, like I generally don't do everything. And that's just kind of how it is. And like to, you know, be insecure about someone missing some of your content mm-hmm. 
uh, is what it feels like to me. Yeah. It's the opposite of the painted world, you know, where it's like, <laughs> we're fine if nobody gets this, you know, you uh, know, as opposed to everyone must see every branching path and every one of our levels if they want to beat it. Yeah. Uh, a, a video game plays out like a good Sunday. You don't put the fudge on the top. You put the fudge on the bottom. So you can actually, like, determine how much of it you want to get. The ice cream is good. You want to eat the ice cream. Cool. Yeah? I don't know who Fudge is, and what you do on Sundays is none of my business. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Jeez. You undercut, like, a metaphor I've been I'm, thinking of. I'm really of. sorry. I just, I'm really sorry. I, yeah. like you're the, you know in a lot of ways you're there for the ice cream because if you were just eating straight fudge and nuts it would be kind of weird right however yeah. you you know you want to get all the ice cream and you know sometimes i'm going to leave like half the fudge there because it's way too rich you know yeah yeah i've had enough ice cream <laughs> yeah you can also walk away from a, a sunday and feel like you finished it yeah <laughs> you know whereas like something like this like you get to the end like this is you know you get to the end of that and like you can't leave the fudge it's it's, it's that sticking contest from the great outdoors yeah you know, you ain't done. <laughs> hey, let me decide done when I'm when I'm done. Like I just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, so somebody would probably fire back, like, "Hey, the ending to Oblivion is you decide to stop playing Oblivion." Yes. Yeah. But I mean, but that, that's that's different because I I actually don't want to get to the end of Oblivion because you have to go through Oblivion gates and stuff. <laughs> you no, know, this isn't. This doesn't feel like that. This is a, a genre that has a clear defined beginning, middle and end, mm -hmm. you know? And like the other frustrating thing is I actually like the boss fights in this game a lot. Oh, and they're really the good. The last couple of bosses are like, I would like those not to be toad gated. Yeah. You know? <laughs> toad gated. So, like, yeah. <laughs> he's a toad gated boy. Um, <laughs> once you, uh, once you actually do that, um, you know, you get to get to the end uh, and beat Bowser. There's a new game plus um, where the, uh, each role gets some kind of tougher levels <laughs> that you can play. Yeah. Um, they don't add an awful lot to the uh to, to the overall thing they're like you know they're a little bit more difficult they um add some you know punch out style complications to the bosses but that's about it so we're not going to like talk about those in depth um yeah. but that is a thing that mario would kind of always do you know from the ds onward mm -hmm. which is which is give you a second lap around and like that's kind of where the real game starts yeah yeah so again it, that is it honoring that like jumping off point yes you know like if you want to just get the game and you saw the credits and you feel good mm -hmm. you're good yeah you know if you are thirsty for more play some more but always give me the option yes you know yeah um so these levels are lousy with pickups not just toads uh but you can find icons for like mini games or puzzle pieces or soundtracks uh something that uh the game does to let you know like in these big levels that are kind of maze-like if there's something to pick up uh you'll hear a little sound and peach on the bottom screen will say like oh like there'll be an mm -hmm. exclamation mark so you can find it uh this also triggers for these so you're going to be picking them up along the way because like this is a screen of interest yeah, and I like this. I like this better than like, hey, if you got the five things, you got the five things. Yeah. yeah or you get an extra life. Mm -hmm. Like the mini games are not particularly great, uh, but, you know, it kind of across the board. But I like having more content added as opposed to extra lives. Yeah. You know, and this game doesn't have lives, actually. Like you just die and you just restart. Yeah, yeah. Kind of right away. Or if you fall down um, a pit, like you just restart on the same screen. It's super generous. Yeah, yeah. You take a little damage. Yeah. Um, the mini games are uh, tend to be kind of gimmicky. Yep. Like DS gimmicky again because 2006 DS games. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, the one I played the most of was Toad Tote, which is a little bit like irritating stick. Yeah, um, yeah. it is you know moving a moving your cursor or moving your stylus around uh, in specific patterns, avoiding the walls, kind of like mm -hmm. operation. Yeah, 
Um, I like Toad Jump a lot because it was an early runner. So Toad will uh, kind of run on his own and you have to blow into the microphone in order to make him jump and then kind of glide. Mm. Yeah. And I, I always I have a lot of affection for Toad yeah. as a character visually. I think that's a great character design. Yeah. Like I like Toads as far as like generic things in the Mushroom Kingdom. I like Toads more than Yoshi's. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so and the motorcycle agrees. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Vroom, vroom. That's Toad peeling out. Yeah, that's, that's my stepdad. <laughs> Your Toad dad. Yeah. Yeah. Toadgar. Toadgar. Um, it's very hard to find details about the development of this game, again, because Tose is this weird outsourcing house that is kind of a, uh, a closed book. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So apologies um, that the... we don't have any real history on this besides Nintendo decided this was worth being made, but didn't make it themselves. Yeah, yeah, and I looked around a little bit and did not did not find it. You couldn't find since it wasn't first party first party uh, Nintendo developed. Like I was trying to find like you know a lot of asks or like things you know just kind of things where they talked about it, mm-hmm. interviews stuff like that. It's pretty pretty far few and far between. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it sold well. Yeah, um, yeah, sold uh, sold over a million copies worldwide, which is pretty good mm-hmm. uh, for a video game, and is kind of weirdly. Like not that hard to find, but it's not cheap either. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of the one of these er Nintendo games that has never really dropped in price. So like you can yeah. get it for about thirty five bucks on Amazon if you don't want the case. Um, and it pops up kind of like very rarely at these expos that we go to. You know, it's usually uh, it it has graduated from the bin to the glass case. Yeah, yeah, but twenty five bucks or so. Yeah, not bad. Like it's a uh, yeah. And uh, this, I didn't actually see this. Um, this, uh, this, you've seen the commercial here. I've not seen yeah. the commercial. It's on, uh, it's on YouTube. So the Japanese commercial is pretty, um, pretty standard. You know, it's like gameplay stuff, and it's like the these big uh, animated pictures of Peach. And I don't, uh, you know, I don't understand Japanese, so I don't know what they're saying. But it's like, hey, here's, you know, the the, the features of this game. The American commercial, it would be really cool if it wasn't for one particular line. So it's saying like, hey, occasionally plumbers need rescued and it's up to you, the princess, to go find these. And it's these kind of like teenage girls, these, you know, these these women uh, dressed up as Peach, like doing military boot camp kind of stuff. So like doing zip lines with their umbrellas and like gliding around and it's live action. Right. I'm, so I'm down for that. Yeah. It looks so really far. cool. And like they, they, they get to the end, you know, it's the wall, right? You know, like, oh, the, the women, <laughs> no, they can't get past the wall because they can't see the door. That old Simpsons joke. They blow it up with their, with their mind powers. And like, okay, cool. But there's a line in the middle of it that says, like, if you're ready to stand up to really mean people, it's like, no, mm. you, you were doing so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think that it doesn't sound that egregious to me. Yeah. Like, it's I would cut it, but I don't think it's that offensive. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like mean people either, and I'm not a girl. <laughs> right. You know, like, that doesn't feel, I don't think anybody's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Me. <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess that is kind of a stereotype, but it doesn't seem mm. that egregious to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool commercial, and it's cool to see, like, these women do a boot camp stuff dressed up as Princess Peach. Like, it's, yeah. uh, and if there's something that I'm missing that is offensive about that, I, I apologize again. That is, you know my privilege poking through yeah. i suppose yeah 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 and uh yeah i would love to hear from people if mm-hmm. uh if this you know who have maybe more perspective on this than we mm-hmm. do yeah um yeah tell us a little bit about the plot cool well gary um so we're gonna do the plot and intro and setup because there's an opening cutscene kind of thing so this game takes place on a, a, a on a place called vibe island 
uh, where Bauer uh, Bowser has kind of set up this uh, the Who's summer Bauer house. Bauer you know yeah. <laughs> or is the guy who runs the reggae band in the Five <laughs> Island uh, Visitor Center and uh, Tiki Bar you miss you miss one letter. You miss one letter. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like the idea of Bauer. I'm yeah, just trying to, I'm just trying to yeah, restart character, yeah. character load. <laughs> yeah, he's the Wario version of Bowser um, yeah. instead of Wowser. Oh, God, why is there no Wowser? Yeah, there's no Wa-Bowser. <laughs> why is there no Wa-Bowser? I don't know. Like, he's super good, and he, like, works for charity and stuff. Oh, hold on, Cole. There's no Wa-Peach either. Yeah. Like, fucking Nintendo. I was, I was with you for Get your shit together. All this. You get rid of the NES Classic and, like, all this stuff. I'm with you. And then all of a sudden, guys, there's no Wild Peach. Well, uh, yeah. I, I'm Man. kind of sad that I don't have a, an, an NES Classic, but I got burnt out on even thinking about getting one after the first month of it be just being a $900 thing on eBay. What a what a misguided stupid thing, though. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't understand that company what whatsoever. No. Like, I, we don't like currency. <laughs> like it just, you know, they're not. I don't know. I, I do not get it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but if they release the uh, the SNES Classic Edition, I will lose my fucking shit. So. Yeah, but you won't get one because they'll make forty of them, and like yeah, they'll just yeah. go to scalpers and stuff. Because for some reason, like, yeah, they've decided that is the, 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 that is the experience that they want you to have when you want to buy one of their things. It's a, it's a, it's such a such a weird thing because it's like everyone who's just like you know, I I, I really like my Switch. Uh, people are like, you know, the switch only has one game on it. That's worth it. I'm like, Oh, you know what? That's actually an excellent point. Like more or less, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I like it in spite of that. Like that's yep. a tremendous amount of goodwill that's getting flushed down our toilet. Yep. Like, and that's, and, and I was going to say like, how long do you expect that to last? Like it's well, it's lasted since the Nintendo 64 and GameCube, like more mm-hmm. or less, but like it's, it's frustrating mm-hmm. as a thing because like, yep. I keep meeting you more than halfway, guys. You know? <laughs> I, I really want you to succeed. And I really like F extended you a lot of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would love to be able to for you to sell things that people want. Yeah. And uh, and make money from that. Yeah. Like a business like, does. Yeah. Like a business does, you know, and I'm here yeah. saying good things about the Wii U because I really like that system. Yeah. The Wii U, I, 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 I've liked every Nintendo system. Yeah. You know, and even if they have like five games they're worth playing, like I still like the system. Like, yeah. I, I like Nintendo. Yeah. It's just an appliance uh, for playing those very good games. Yeah. It would just be great if like everybody could get that appliance. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to have an NES classic just to have a fun little cute. Little yeah. Guy just put it on my desk. TV. Yeah, yeah. It'd be awesome. Uh, but it's not going to happen for no discernible reason. Nope. The most compelling reason that way. I've seen is like a licensing problem. Like maybe Konami, you know, just gave them the runaround on like mm-hmm. Castlevania or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're on vibe Island with Bowser and Bauer. They're just kind of hanging out. Um, Bowser finds this powerful artifact called the Vibe Scepter, uh, which kind of amplifies emotions, and he uses it to kind of supercharge his minions uh, with emotions, specifically his kind of core of Hammer Brothers. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like uh, sending them into rage mode, yeah. like they're barbarians and Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, he sends them to uh, to capture Princess Peach, but she's out. Uh, you know, probably being being a regent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead they capture Mario, Luigi, and then just like all the toads, yeah, like a, yeah. a shit toad of toads <laughs> um, and, uh, and tie them up and everything. And, and Mario gets straight up damseled. Yeah. yeah. About time. Um, yeah. And there's a, there's like a small little mini game where you have to like tap these panicking toads away. I don't understand what the purpose behind this is besides just reminding you that there is a touch screen on this device. I don't know if there's a purpose, but I actually like because it happens while the conversation is happening above. Yeah, yeah. like this whole beginning part is kind of like I think kind of cool and playful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I like having something to do with my hands while I'm expected to watch a cutscene. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like Mario has good storylines. Like even playing, you know, Mario Galaxy, like the you know, thirteen the, minutes yeah, like the before you, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Get to get to before you get to actually play. Like is kind of excruciating mm-hmm. uh, for me. Like, and that's that's my own attention span being irrevocably damaged. You know, but I like the idea of being given something kind of cute to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it's it's. It doesn't, uh, you know, it's pretty unobtrusive. At the end, it just says, here's your score. If you want to do it again, it's in the menu. And then, mm-hmm. like, ducks right out. Yeah. So I don't think it has a purpose, like a gameplay teaching purpose. I just think it's to give you something to do with your hands while you watch kind of a boring Mario setup story. Yeah. On the balance, I would have preferred if they just gave me the ability to, like, advance through the text. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. would be, like, I don't want to necessarily skip it because, like, I want to know this, like, cute little thing that happened. I just wish mm-hmm. that it wasn't so talky. Yeah. But that's that's what I want with video games in general. So. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Peach, knowing what happened, heads to Vibe Island to rescue her friends. Um, and there she finds this talking umbrella named Perry, uh, the eldritch monstrosity that will consume us all uh, to kind of be her guide. Um, and something that is kind of a problem with this game uh, is that Perry is your Navi. Yes. Yeah. Perry, Perry will tell you kind of everything and kind of talks through those, those little like like blocks that you run into. Mm hmm. That tell you things like have ter- Perry's face as well, mm-hmm. you know, which yep. is it's just pretty weird. P- P- Perry is distributed. Perry is Vibe Island and vice versa. Yes, like Perry is all. <laughs> um, I got yep. hungry. P- 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 Perry, I-, I got hungry. <laughs> God, it's <laughs> such a good cartoon. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but this opens up with our first uh, kind of world, La Di Da Plains. Yeah, la da 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 da. Mm-hmm. It's the motherfucking PLA. <laughs> um, yeah, and so we should say as a generality, um, and this is probably this is kind of like watch out for fireballs platformer, you know, standard mm-hmm. is that we're not going to individually we say like in one one <laughs> jump over the thing and then you slide down a hill and stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk about elements as they're introduced to the worlds. Right, right. So this will be a generally a shorter episode, kind of breezier than what we usually do, um, because of that. But I think those kind of generalities you know, work like we can't all be like snow dragon and, and do point by point guides to platformers that tell you like <laughs> when to jump and when to wall jump. And stuff we like we that. can't be paragons of humanity like snow dragon. Yeah. yeah. No, we are, we are dark dragons. <laughs> we are dark dragons. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, La Plains is your, uh, it's a very simple kind of green hill zone uh, with lots of tutorializing. Um, and this is kind of a very flat series of levels. Um, where it's kind of apparent what you need to do. Like everything fits on one screen and this is not something that you can always assume as you go along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, this is super basic. Yeah. Like this is a uh, basic, you know, when we say it's a green hill zone, it's like uh, even more basic than that. Mm-hmm. It's like for Sonic Jr. <laughs> you know, like it, it's like super green hill zone. Um, so essentially the main thing we're doing here is learning the uh, specifics of our emotions. Um, so, you know, the way that you use gloom to kind of water these saplings to create these, uh, these series of platforms that go up into the sky. Um, there are bridges uh, that you stand on, you, uh, use rage to burn through, mm-hmm. which is like, ends up being the primary use of rage, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like rage just, is either an instant combat win to just blow through a shitload of enemies or to, uh, fight bosses, or it is just this for like getting you to a toad that is below your feet. Well, even with bosses, you can, you know, the bosses, uh, 
we'll get to them when we talk about them. They're all puzzle bosses, and you can only do one point of damage to them at a time. Yeah. So rage is not more effective than just hitting it with your umbrella, really. Yeah, it's just you know, a, it, a wider area that doesn't require timing as much. Yeah, yeah. You can you can do that if you have the the meter for it for sure. It's just kind of weird that you have this one emotion that's essentially just for burning bridges, almost. <laughs> like there are only a couple of other uses. Yeah. To be fair, my rage has caused me to burge a certain number of bridges in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. cousin. Torb. <laughs> yep, Torb. Torb, you <laughs> yeah. know what you did, Torb. Yeah, yeah. You, you did it, Torb. Yeah, Torb. That person who shit in your desk Torb. drawer, Torb. Yeah. If you if you knew this, if you looked in your heart at the time, you would know. Cole yeah, shit in your desk drawer, Torb. The, 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 the DNA shows that this is one of Torb's numbers. <laughs> yeah. I put this, I put some you, you can't score. DNA test a poop. Come on. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if, like, if you took some of, like, Torb's uh, leavings. Yeah. And and send them off to the lab. Yeah. What it would say. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. It's um, a Torb University. <laughs> it's, a tor- it's a Torby Torb world. CSI Torb. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you also get the ability to uh, uh, kind of float in the water. So like not even that is as in death. Like when you when you drop into the water at the bottom of the screen, Perry just turns into a boat like a, like yeah. a gondola. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't uh, like instant death in games, um, and there isn't in this Ooh, game. No, you know, um, yeah, there is this uh, this whole uh, section of these mushrooms, kind of telling you which flowers to kill. Yeah, they're taking order. out hits. Yeah, <laughs> it's this like weird kind of Simon Says mini game thing, but it's kind of introducing the the variety that we're gonna have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this game, like it is a platformer, but there's a lot of these little gimmicks, uh, kind of things, and I'm glad that that exists. Yeah. Um, this is uh right before a and so that's just kind of memory matching like that's yeah super yeah easy. and like it goes from like hey here's one single screen or setting to like a gigantic kind of place where you have to go around yeah. and find the actual flowers before you yeah. hit them in the right order yeah it's like the, the the thing is it's like you know blue red red blue or whatever yeah so you have to kill the flowers in that order um this is before this little uh thing that happens there's a touchscreen gimmick thing before every boss fight and i was surprised yeah. at how much i kind of like these yeah yeah um if there was a stage after them i would maybe be a little bit annoyed but they're just right before the bosses and mercifully they let you skip them if you die on the boss that is a very good it's, decision yeah just let's you know hey you've proven you can do this yeah um it's just a way to get kind coins of a, yeah they're, they're, they're coin you know if you want to farm for coins you could do them um and they are they're pretty unobtrusive so this first one, when you get to the boss, um, it is this kind of uh, launching uh, peach on these platforms, these elastic yeah. platforms. Yeah. So like you're you're standing on these kind of bungee cords, and then you drag them down, and it gives you like a super stickman golf kind of arc for where you're going to go, and you're trying to avoid these goombas um, that are flying around while also getting coins if you want them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish that they'd never repeated. Yes. These things like if there was a new one for every world, it'd be really good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't repeat egregiously. I think there's eight worlds and there's probably five mm-hmm. games. So it's not too bad. But if they were unique, I would actually like it a lot more. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the boss of the stage is actually really cool. So it is a big, angry piranha plant. Um, something we should talk about. So before every boss stage, you have to like pipe into them. Uh, there's a block you can hit where Perry will just tell you how to defeat the boss. Yeah, like the gimmick. Yeah. Or the secret. This is yeah, this is pretty frustrating. Um, I get it, you know, it's for kids, but it would have been so elegant and better to have this show up after you died twice. Yeah. You Just know, um, have him pop up or you know, you know. Yeah. Like compare that to like Yoshi's Island where the bosses were huge and, and, and great. Uh here, you know, like the like the they are probably as good, 
maybe without this. Uh, and before I figured out like, Hey, don't hit that block and spoil this for yourself. Um, I probably ruined a couple of fights for myself, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still, they're still fun mechanically. Like you, you don't, uh, they're not, none of them are like, you can't really steamroll any of them. They're not super challenging. Right. I don't think in general, but they all are pretty engaging. Yes. You know, like I didn't, I didn't die very many times. I definitely died a few times yeah. uh, on bosses, but like the, uh, you know, it's not dark souls, but it, it is, uh, it's, you know, even if you know the gimmick, they're still fun. It'd be more fun to figure out the gimmick. Yes. So for the piranha plant, um, he's kind of like a King Hippo figure. So he's, he's big, he's got these arms and legs, and occasionally he will open up his mouth. And what you need to do is cry into his mouth to make his <laughs> belly distend to have his belly button stick out, which is his weak point. God, is that that sounds like fetish stuff. <laughs> Like, please, like, can, can I ask you a favor? I know this is our fifth date. Um, yeah. Cry, cry into my yeah, mouth. Yeah, please. just cry into my mouth until my belly distends. <laughs> like, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a gainer. Oh, no, not like that. No. Not like that. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, so it's, it's kind of tricky, though, because he has these two kind of leaves next to him that form uh, platforms mm-hmm. for you to kind of jump on. And he's not just staying there doing it. Like, he's spitting out projectiles. Things like that. So you have to find the right time to do this uh, to kind of stuff them up. And all the bosses are multi-phase boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, after they get down, they have these little skull icons that indicate their life. Uh, after you get them down to two, they always do something new. Yeah, uh, They pick up kind of a second phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's a kind of like they are more aggressive or there are fewer platforms um, or they uh, kind of take fewer breaks, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they will uh, like display an emotion uh, most times. So like this guy yeah. just gets super pissed off. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I, th- I think it gets rid of one of the leaves. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Is you have to. Uh, there are two leaves. Uh, the second one, the higher one, you're at the perfect position to just like drown him in your tears. <laughs> uh, the uh, this one, it gets rid of that one. Gets rid of the higher positions. So you have to kind of jump and uh, cry. Do the old <laughs> jump cry move. Yeah. To you know. pull him up. Yeah. Um, so after you defeat all of these bosses, there's a little interstitial scene of um, Peach and Perry sitting around a bonfire while Perry sleeps and dreams on the bottom. These are so bad. Yeah, it's not. How, how is anything allowed to be this boring? It, it's, <laughs> like... so, it's so boring, and it reveals little by little, and that just means they get longer and longer, and you see more and more of the same information. Yeah. It would yeah. be and different if it added up to anything. Either. Yeah, nothing. There's no, like... Perry, weirdly enough, is not a big reveal or anything in this. I was like, oh, this is going to be like Peach's father. They got transformed into something or like <laughs> it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And Perry never appeared again, I don't think. Like maybe you know, he's a Smash Brothers trophy. But like this is one of the Mushroom Kingdom's greatest mysteries is like where this <laughs> thing is. It's it's a lot like the uh, the, the uh, you know Soul Eater uh, from the bad ending of Mask of the Betrayer. You know? Yeah. Like, all the gods need to come together to put this thing down as it, like, wanders the waste. Because, like, <laughs> Peach definitely just let it go. Yeah. You know? You know? And, and actually, it ends with a thing about implying that it's, like, in our... Not, not Perry, but, like, oh, the, the emotion... The, the, yeah, the, 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 the vibe scepter is in your house making your mom yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely, like, an extreme restraints kind of, like... Oh, yeah. You know, she commercial ad or thing. <laughs> you know? Like if you get the vibes after to make your mom happy, like this one hundred percent, you know. Uh, so, so the uh, you should uh, be taken to jail if you buy your, if you buy your mom the vibe scepter. One hundred percent. Like you got to be put on some kind of, some kind of like Brazzers list. <laughs> the Brazzers will show up in a black van to recruit you for, for secret missions. 
<laughs> Brazzers Platinum Reserve. <laughs> a black label for, like, aged over 40 years mom um but the yeah, like, but the uh, uh it, it's a lot like the end of gremlins where it's like if you go home there's gonna be gremlins there and you put this game down it's like if you go home your dad might be angry <laughs> okay nintendo yeah um we're not going to speak of these parry reveals anymore because like he's literally just a kid who was traveling with his grandpa was turned into an umbrella by a uh by a magician and was a, a mystery musician magician yeah. that never like steps out of shadow or like we're revealed who it is it's treated like we're going to find out who this person is yeah like it's going to be the uh like the like the mystery boss at the end sure. of like new game Those plus are a mask or something or yeah. kamek like like it's not like there isn't an evil magician in you know mario land yeah but yeah doesn't happen yeah so that's the story like uh, the, the, this is a dude who has turned into an umbrella yasi so afterwards you head off to the second world uh which is who's wood uh, there is an <laughs> overworld that kind of shows the uh the map in yeah. typical kind of mario fashion mm-hmm. and you'd think like i'm never gonna backtrack but toads <laughs> um, so you head on over to who's wood mm-hmm. runs wood wait a minute who's runs yeah <laughs> so um as a general rule as we are progressing here the levels get more complicated more vertical and kind of more maze-like so la dot planes was mostly flat whose woods adds in a little bit more uh kind of texture yes yeah and you're gonna kind of more of those branching paths kind of pipes that go off to things that generally toads sometimes other collectibles yeah um a couple of new enemies are introduced here and um, these ravens uh are introduced that kind of uh stick to the sides of things like those little uh, metroids mm-hmm. metroid enemies um they kind of walk around platforms uh, and i don't think uh, it's either these or the next variant of these you can't swallow uh, right. i think these guys you can't pick up so you cannot use these to, to supercharge your vibe <laughs> um and then there are sad ones that kind of go around every once in a while will kind of cry that will stun you yeah uh, and that's the thing that'll happen like even with like angry goombas who stomp like that will just stun you in the middle of a jump or you know kind of complicate things in general fortunately they are kind of consigned to these small portions of maps mm-hmm. yeah. uh the reason i made specific note of the ravens a i love these enemies because they, they look super cute i wish there was a plush of them um but like they are kind of incorporating some of these lesser known enemies from uh various mario games there are no shy guys which i think is a real bummer because i love shy guys but well, like, and what that's an emotion yeah, <laughs> like like, you know, like they, they're fitting right here. This is like this is our game, guys. Of course, they're going to call us up. For it's, this. A, it's the shy guys' time to shine. Yeah, we have an emotion in our name, uh, and then they didn't get they didn't get recruited for some yeah. reason. Yeah, so. they, they replaced them with the bash the bashful bros. Yeah, it's it. Whoa, isn't what I think one of the things name is bashful. Is that the name of this bird? I think there is like a bashful Mario <laughs> enemy. Oh, this um, like the like the bird that we fight at the end. That's who. Uh, these okay. ravens are like they're 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 ravens because the boss in Yoshi's Island was Raphael the Raven. Okay, I yeah. feel like there's a bashful bird kind of enemy thing. Yeah, I might be wrong with that. Um, <laughs> forgive me. That's fine. Like Mario, somebody, some Mario lore expert will will correct me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I like that, that they're doing the uh, the kind of lesser known enemies as well. Yeah. Me and they're like the magma plants and stuff like that. Like like they, it's very clear they just got assets. And decided to throw them in, but uh, it's stuff that hasn't shown up and doesn't mm-hmm. have good representation. So, yeah, good to see. Yeah, um, this stage in general is kind of overgrown with uh, piranha plants uh, that have different moods. Uh, these are super big in a Yoshi's Island kind of way, um, and uh, will usually block your progress by uh, gulping you up again, fetish thing, um, or uh, kind of shooting stuff at you. Yeah, 
Yeah, they just go down in one hit. They're not a big deal. Yeah. But uh, they're intimidating kind of looking uh, and present a big hazard kind of size-wise mm-hmm. just to kind of get through. So uh, this also introduces these kind of water wheels that you turn through your tiers. Um, and these are – I find these frustrating. Um, once they turn for a certain amount, um, kind of a, a loud noise happens. The screen shakes a little bit and a door is open somewhere. Yeah. Um, initially, these are on the same screen and you can see them from where you're at. Yeah, it'll uh, like pan over to it. Yeah. Um, or, or it'll just happen to be visual, you know, mm-hmm. it happens to be on the screen anyway. Eventually though, th- these can be like two areas back. Yeah. You know, like I have to go through a pipe and go backtrack. I don't <laughs> mind the backtracking. It's just, do I need to search this whole fucking level to find yeah. for, for, find for a thing. pipe that was sunken into the ground more, uh, yes. before I did this thing. That's the thing is you have to, you have to have that notice that the pipe is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes they open doors, sometimes they extend a pipe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, a. Uh, it ends up can kind of be a little bit of a scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of a hunt. To and that's that a, that, that, that is like a doom or tomb Raider kind of problem. Like a mid nineties yeah. thing where like, Hey, you found the key and then just click, go back and just Roomba around to see what has changed. Yeah. Uh, not a, n- not a great thing. Um, the windmills are almost always more direct than that because you're trying to raise a gate, uh, yeah. by uh, doing a, a joy whirlwind. Um, but yeah, both of those are kind of introduced in spades, the water wheels and wind, uh, windmills, um, yes. and the wind. So, uh, a, a couple of screens are going to have wind that blows you along. It's almost always just a minor inconvenience. Um, later on, yeah. you can influence the, uh, the direction of the wind by hitting some blocks, but otherwise mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You can, you can, you can push through it. Not, not too big of a deal. And um, there are also these, uh, kind of auto scrolling segments here. So we get auto scrolling levels, uh, speedrunners bane uh, <laughs> that are all you know pretty pretty relaxed a couple of them are actually pretty tense and fun the vertical ones mm-hmm. that come later but these initial ones are really easy um one of the things i actually like though are these quick donut platforms um that fall uh quicker than you can run past so you have to be crying mm-hmm. um to dash along them and i think that uh they're just kind of introducing them here but some of the neater stuff they do in the game happens with these yes specifically um, a like, couple, like not just ones that you have to run across, but like you need to just be super on point with jumping, you know, platform to platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think that really works. Um, yeah. I think also, I don't know if it's here or if it's next level, next level. Um, I just want to mention it. Is this where the, uh, the platforms? Oh, actually that is the next level mm-hmm. found in the notes. Never you mind my bro. You got it. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's, I, I gotcha. Yeah, you got it. Well, I just want to make sure man. they were noted because those things, uh, got me just about every time oh, of course uh yeah. the thing in the next level but we'll talk about it <laughs> in about five minutes yeah um around this area might have been late in the last area they introduce enemies that the game tells you that you can sneak by um and the game often repeats um tutorial bits uh, in case you missed them before um you can sneak as peach and that's going to be useful for the thing that we are dancing around um however you can't just like walk past a sleeping enemy without getting hurt the thing we're dancing around is Peach's parents having sex in the other room. Of course. And she yeah. doesn't want them to know that she's awake. Yeah. like So it gets you know, real weird. She knows like that it, it, the, 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 that is a beautiful expression of their love. And maybe, you know, not every not every king and queen are uh, as, you know, accepting and embracing of each other, you know, in, in, in marriage later in years. So it's kind of good, but it's still uncomfortable. Well, yeah. And if they have a have a son. Due to the rights of succession, she's going to have to dash its brains on the rocks. <laughs> like, she, like, she's going to have to, you know, little uh, little brother bolt in it. Uh, it's 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 not going to be okay. So yeah. it it gets pretty intriguing. Yeah, um, game of yeah. stools. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> but yeah, like that is something that they try to make a thing. You can walk. It is useful for these other platforms, but not for this right now. Uh, the boss stage for Who's Wood uh, is kind of neat. Uh, well, before you do that, you do the little mini mini guy, um, the little mini mini stage. Oh, uh, that is what where I you... mean. Yeah, the, like the oh, boss yeah. stage, like the mini game leading up to it, where Peach is standing on a log and you have to do these tight little circles spinning on it to make her uh, run to climb it upward. Yes. Um, and, or, and there are uh, later spears. I don't know if it's spears here or piranha plants. Yeah, Things that kind of come out of the walls. It's like, like, it's like thorny, thorny vines that stick out. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you know, relatively fun. You don't uh, start sinking when you stop spinning, which would have made it really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll you'll just kind of stand in place. So, yeah. uh, so, but yeah, you just have to pace yourself to miss them. Reasonably works. Yeah. Yeah. And the boss for this, uh, it feels like a Kirby boss. Looks like a Kirby boss to me. This is who a large owl that uh, hurls its eggs at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is always weird when a, a bird boss does that. Uh huh. You know, hurls eggs because like. I don't know. Yeah. That's not, that's young. Bur- Birdo, come on. <laughs> you have yeah. more pride I, than well, that. Birdo vomited it up, which makes it like it's all super weird. Like, these presumably <laughs> came out of Who's Cloaca. So like, <laughs> like a, oh, an earlier date. They're, they're still moist. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> that's why it hurts. It doesn't actually hurt to get hit with an egg. We've all been hit with an egg. It's just, you're just grossed out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's explore that. You've been hit with an egg? Oh yeah, I've had somebody throw an egg at me. Huh? Uh, like not huh. like not in anger. Like it wasn't like I was like, you know, I was I was I was opening up like I don't know. I was trying to. You know, here's let me let me walk you through my thought process here for a second. Okay. Since we're killing time on this episode anyway, uh, my initial instinct was to say it's not like I was opening up an abortion clinic. Oh Jesus! Which I didn't want to say it because it's like edgy and stuff. Right. Right. And, and it was just it was just the first thing I thought of as a controversial thing to open up. Uh huh. You know, not that like I was trying to bring that up. But in my mind, when uh, while I was talking, trying to get to the next thing, <laughs> the next thing that popped my head was opening up the anti-DMV. That's <laughs> <laughs> where all the old people go to have their cars taken away? I don't know, man. I don't know what the anti-DMV would be, but like, it's like, it's like I don't know. I, I hope you don't uh, mind if I, if I, if I raise, the, uh, <laughs> raise the kimono a little bit here. Uh, Gary, you're ill. So that oh, would be, yeah. like, hide behind that. <laughs> Except <Yeah>. that. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I would have thought of anti-DMV even if I didn't, like, vomit five minutes before <laughs> right. recording. So, like, but yeah, the anti-DMV, where everyone would protest <laughs> because they want a regular one where they can okay. get licenses. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll give you more credit. I don't think you would have thought of that if you were not currently compromised. It, it's um, <laughs> You would have developed it more. I, you know what? I don't, I think, you know, the, the, the contrarian in my, in my nature want now wants me to develop the anti DMV as like, like I'm going to open it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to buy some property and like start the anti DMV. It's going to have a big sign and like, like people are going to come in and, and, and they're going to be like, well, what, what do you do? And I'm just going to be like, guys, give me more time. Dwarf, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, why are you always carrying a waste paper basket around with you? Don't, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. It's the anti-DMV lifestyle. Yeah. I was, <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking of like, has anybody thrown an egg at me? Um, I've thrown eggs at people's houses. I've had people throw eggs in my car. I was about to say I've had people crush an egg on the top of my head, but no, they just pretended to do that to give me goosebumps. Oh yeah. 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 
I've, I've had a, I crushed an egg on my head as part of a stunt in my speech class in sophomore year of high school. What was as the, uh, what was the point of the stunt? Um, just to be like goofy. Mm. Like, I think like the idea was the teacher was like, you know, convince everybody to do, uh, to get, like, I have $10. Yeah. We're going to go by a vote. If you can convince somebody to give you this $10, you can do it. And like the tact I took was like, I'm being wacky. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The person who won that was a girl who like made up a very convincing like sob story about her family and cried like ugly cried like in front of, and then <laughs> she, like took she, the ten dollars. Yeah, she princess speeched it. She totally princess speeched it. Like ugly cried and then just grabbed the ten dollars and was just like, "Yeah, I'm fine." All that was, like, <laughs> was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Ice cold. Yeah, just pretty amazing. Uh, but I feel like I've had like some kind of situation at like a birthday party, kids' birthday party, where somebody has thrown an egg at me and I've thrown an egg at another kid. Mm, yeah. Some kind of egg fight. I don't know. Maybe it's a DeKalb thing. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the DeKalb egg fights. Yeah, that was the yeah, sequel to yeah, sequel to the, to, to the great Calaveras County frog jumping competition. Our high school mascot. Yeah. The, um, the, the egg fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my anywho. God. I remember uh, that there was a prank that was done on me that I, I'm still angry about it. The day before graduation, somebody came by my car because I parked it on the street in front of my in front of my house in, in, in high school. Um, and they um, covered my windshield with shaving cream. Like, haha, funny. It's soap, whatever. Um, but I got in my car and I turned on the windshield wipers. Turns out they covered my windshield wipers with the Vaseline. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm half angry because cleaning Vaseline off of a uh, off of a glass Anything. surface is yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's 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 the worst fucking thing. But like, they got me to do it. So <laughs> yeah. so like, I did it by my own hand because they set up the they were funny. the jigsaws of high school graduation <laughs> breaks. That's that's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's, I didn't mean to stop you, but I just wanted to. It's been get... a long time since I've slathered anything. But oh, the, yeah? uh, when yeah. you go to a sensory deprivation tank, if you have a cut anywhere, oh, they you just have give to... you like Vaseline to just yeah. like yeah, they they they'll just have you slather. slather it over your uh, um, your 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 cracked your cracked elbows and knees. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've done I've done some slathering relatively recently, but never yeah. on a windshield wiper. <laughs> Make sure I'm, you cut uh... that 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 sentence out for the SoundCloud preview of this, <laughs> so so people know what they're getting. I'm uh, <laughs> speaking of sensory deprivation. I'm considering so there is a uh, there there is a monastery. In mm. um in central Kentu- uh, Kentucky in uh, Trappist County, it's the oldest monastery in America. Um, you go there, you stay for free, you're fed by monks, but you have to be completely silent. Gary, I'm considering doing a weekend there this summer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When like, you say fed by monks, do you mean they make the food or do they put the food in your mouth? That's like a baby bird situation. Okay, that's that's what I figured. <laughs> no, like no. it's the oldest monastery. <laughs> no, but you, I, yeah, it's uh, like you just go there as like a cafeteria, and it's like a place for quiet reflection. I am not Christian, nor am I Catholic, uh, like these people are. But everything about the monastic lifestyle is very attractive to me, aside from yeah. the religion. So, like, I'm kind of considering doing it. That's a cool idea. Because they have like gi- like it's a gigantic mountain lake uh, grounds kind of thing. Is it? Do you like make a reservation? Is it like limited access? Yeah, you make a reservation and it's it's free. Like you just go there mm-hmm. and they give you like a tiny little cell uh, to live in. I would be way into that uh, for like a day. I don't know if I could do a weekend. Yeah. Well, they have full, want... they have, they have full weeks. Oh yeah, I don't think yeah. I could do a week either. Uh, I, but I, like I, I would could do a week twenty four hours. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, presumably, you don't read or anything, right? Like, it's not like you... Oh, you, you can do whatever you want as long as you, as long as you don't speak. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just a nobody talk, nobody speak, nobody get choked. Right, situation. right. Yeah, yeah. It's not 
you know, hey, so yeah. presumably, like, you could, like, s- literally go there and play your PSP for a weekend and annoy all the monks. Uh, but, but, but I wouldn't. <laughs> of course. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I would want to read or something. I don't think yeah. I could do a week. I could I could do a, a week without speaking in a in a walk. Like, no oh, problem. Oh, my but God. I, my perfect day. My, like, yeah. Before I, before I got on the call with you, like, I, I talked to my mom for five minutes. Uh, yeah. And then, like, yeah, no, but my perfect day is never talking. Yeah, me too. Like I, I go, I go whole days without talking to, and I talk to Roars, but other than talking to Roars, like, and that mm-hmm. you know, only kind of counts. But yeah. the uh, the the no input for a weekend would do it for me. Like, okay. I don't think I could just sit there and like just kind of stare and literally reflect mm-hmm. for forty eight hours. I could I could like read and nap and reflect for a lot of the time, mm-hmm. you know, and really enjoy it. I think. Yeah. No, it would uh, it would be good. There, I mean, just like there, there's also just like the, the the pictures and the grounds of this place are fucking gorgeous too. That's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I, might, I might do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Anyway, so King Who or sorry, I, who. I, any Who, <laughs> Who, yeah. any Who, yeah, any it's, Who. It's a good segue. Who. Yeah, um, hurls exit you. Um, you need to uh, whack it when it dives. Um, its final stage. Uh, it gets rid of the floor beneath you and you're doing like a fall um, with it. Yeah. You need to like gather enough crystals and enough, uh, enough vibe in order to joy above it and then uh, stomp on it. Yeah. I think this really works. I think this is a super cool boss fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after you get some more garbage with the Umbrella Dad, and then we move <laughs> on to uh, Shriek, Shriek Mansion. Yes, uh, and yeah. this is a whole world of uh, Boo Mansions of haunted yeah. houses. Love it. Yep, yeah, uh, way into it. So uh, the levels get a little bit more mazy. Uh, we're going to see this come back in a big bad way in the last world, um, but here it's it's fine because it's full of boos and dry bones, um, and those are both good enemies. Yeah, and there, there's cool twists with them. Mm-hmm. I think that we've seen a couple of emotional enemies, but these are kind of kind of neat. Um, so there are uh, the things they actually do with the booze here. You know, I think is great, and would mm-hmm. love to see carried forward into more of the series mm-hmm. uh, because we get these walls of blindfolded booze. They don't know whether you're looking at them or not. <laughs> they see they see by scent. Yeah, you know, I guess, um, which is uh, you know that works. Um, the uh, so these things are a cool hazard. Yeah. And then angry boos, which I love because they only charge at you when you do look at them. Yeah. Because they're like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> like, like, I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guilty, motherfucker. I am dead. God damn it. You and... beat me to it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, but they come at you. Uh, it's it's amazing because it takes one of the, like, just precepts of the series that you take for granted and then turns it on its head. Like, you kind of don't know what to make of it every time you find one of them because they yeah. mix them in with regular booze, you know? Yeah. The, the mix-ups are really cool. Like where you have to, and they're, they're visually distinct. Yes. You know, um, it's just like, I, I really, really like that. Like sometimes these booze are, are this way. So these booze are another way. It's a cool twist on, on an old favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the zipline segments. Yeah. They're like uh, little jumping challenges. It's almost like a, like an auto, an auto progressing runner where you can de- determine your acceleration. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you jump on jump on the umbrella, you do these zipline kind of things, and there are oftentimes multiple paths through them, um, some of which have more coins, some of which have mm-hmm. more enemies uh, that you do, and you can't uh, you know strike your umbrella because you're living in it, uh, <laughs> but you can jump on it 
things. And I'm always surprised by kind of how like tricky these are. You mm-hmm. move a lot faster than you expect yeah. uh, for kind of a kidsy game. And, uh, you know, sometimes some of these jumps are pretty tight. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're good platforming challenges. It, it, it's like, to me, a more satisfying version of the Donkey Kong Country minecart uh, level oh, very kind much. of stuff. Because it's easier to determine what's happening because of the animation and uh, being more clear. Yeah. Yeah. I love these things. Yeah. Um, and then, unfortunately, this also introduces uh, door mazes. Yeah. Um, so which it, is... it, it turns into uh, to Mario's Hotel. Yeah. Um, for yeah for a couple of decisions yeah. yeah like it doesn't I mean it doesn't play like mario's hotel I mean, but yeah. you just go through door, door mazes it turns into lost forest yeah it's, uh you know and and i you know we talked about this way back in the length of the past episode but i never like these things no suck. no it's uh like, it's, it's not good because it's uh it's mostly trial and error kind of shit yeah. it's entirely trial and error like no. when you play um a link between worlds the lost forest there at least there's like you know they they here you follow these clues like you're solving mm-hmm. a puzzle yeah um these aren't puzzles no, it's just no. try a door. Does it work? Yep. Great. Does, does it drop it. you back to the beginning of the sequence? Yes. Then ignore that one. And this, these come back in a real big, bad way in world eight mm-hmm. in, in a way that drives me crazy. Yeah. Like it is such a tedious, tedious, tedious mechanic and I don't want it in anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't like it in the lost woods and Zelda. I don't like it here. Yeah. Uh, get rid of this. Like never don't do puzzles that are like entirely trial and error because they're not puzzles. Then it's just like a, a task. Yeah. You know? No, no. Um, Gary, prepare for this. I will say a nice thing about Brave Fencer Musashi. At least in that, you have a friend. You have a friend you can follow in the challenges, yeah. keeping up with him, as opposed to uh, getting the uh, sequence exactly right, making the right guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in exchange, I will say something good about nine nine nine. It's not mandatory for me to play it again. <laughs> I just obviously just yeah being, no it's it's, it's fine your dick. no no <laughs> and, and, and and my oh Jesus is is yeah. also me just yeah, yeah that's fine we're, we're, we're all we're, doing bits we're, here we're, we're friends yeah the nothing, episode no, boys are doing bits yeah guys. nothing nothing is real <laughs> yeah. nothing is the episode real boys episode boys you remember the Super Mario Land two episode like we don't know how to handle slight platformers without <laughs> a lot of digression so. yeah well, well without uh, just kind of like digging into each other's flesh and bones. It's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a couple more things that make this this interesting. The thing we were talking about in Whose Woods um, is that there are these platforms that are moldering, that are kind of decaying. Um, you cannot uh, run on them without them to kind of dissolving beneath you. And they will also go away when you jump. So you need to hold down a shoulder button uh, when you're walking along them so she will kind of tiptoe. Mm-hmm. These I oftentimes fell for the you know fell through these every time because I yeah. forgot they kind of existed. And um, the, I don't think this is that cool of a like a challenge, but it does mix things up. It it, it makes it mixes things up, um, and it's very clearly communicated to you when this is going to happen. And also, there's never that bad of a penalty beneath them. Again, yeah. like there's that generosity. At worst, it will dump you back to the beginning of the screen. It would be really neat to have um, some levels that mix these up with the uh, the fast donut blocks. Yes. You had to kind of switch between crying and not crying. I think that happens in the new game plus version of these levels. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched a, I watched a long play of this on two X and that happens. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And there's also these kind of screens where, uh, you have to trail these kind of ghost fireball things. Uh, and yeah, that like all kind of kind of things to, uh, in order to open these, uh, or light up these lanterns, you know, again, kind of classic, classic zelda puzzle yeah. light up all the things yeah um 
man, this this world is really rich because there's they're doing a lot of cool new stuff. I forgot that mm-hmm. this is where the uh, rotation rooms are too. Yeah, this is where you can um, like they're never very difficult, but you are hitting these blocks in order to spin the entire the entire room like that indie game, and yet it moves um, to uh, to access more kind of places, um, yeah. which is visually impressive. Like this entire thing feels like a throwback, saying, "Hey, isn't Mode Seven cool?" Yeah, yeah, and this, I mean, this is something that is done. Uh, if you want a like challenging platformer kind of thing, like this is done sublime, like sublimely in Cat Mario. Yes. You know, like there's actually the same mechanic is shows up in later Mario games and is really challenging and fun. Yeah, um, this is not super challenging. It's just kind of novel. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, it's still cool to see it here. And this might be the first place it exists, um, because they're not. Maybe it's in Super Mario Galaxy Two. These things first show up. Um, I don't yeah. think that they have shown up before that, though. This kind of these kind of rotating rooms. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that. Um, so let me know if I am. But yeah, it would make sense for it to be in a 3D Mario. Like that would yeah. be easier to execute, probably. Yeah, would be one of those like weird 2D segments. Like you go down a pipe and yeah. do like a little level. That's like that's this. what I mean. Yeah, like a like a 3D render bone. So maybe it was a new Super Mario Brothers, like occasionally. Maybe. but I I played that more than a decade I ago. Nothing. So I, and yeah. also it like falls off your brain. Yeah. Like the the first new Super Mario Brothers is very difficult to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't regret the time I spent with it, but I also don't remember it. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's like the kind of hate it gets is a little bit overplayed. Yeah, you know, like it's not it's not great. It's just kind of like a pleasant and forgettable game. Yeah, it, like it, it's a visually boring tile set in Mario Maker, but it's mechanically interesting in Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's the one I always use because I like wall jumps. I wish that yeah. they would add that to uh to all the other tile sets. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Uh, so the little bonus uh, boss stage thing that you do before you get this is uh, Peach kind of falling uh, like a dust moat in the wind and uh, these boos kind of coming up on her and there are big boos and little boos. They require a certain amount of like kind of taps yeah, on the yeah. silas to scare them off. It's not uh, taps. Like I lost doing that. You can like scratch oh, around that's, on it's the next one. Yeah. The, uh, the taps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like you can just like do little tight little uh, scratchy circles on the boos yeah, to scare them away. Rub them up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make them into rub rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. They're good for a certain number of rubs. <laughs> um, and it's kind of interesting here, too, because you don't have to hit all of them. No. Um, it yeah. seems like you do. Yeah. She like, does like, like a left and right sine wave kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just, you, you know, you're best off getting all of them. But if you miss one, you might look out and she might miss it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to King Boo. Yeah. So um, you need to light up the room in order to make him weak, uh, which means using your fury. Uh, or your rage power to uh, light up these lanterns on either side. Um, and you yeah. can power this up by hitting the, uh, the chandelier that keeps respawning in the middle. Yeah. And these, uh, these uh, lanterns that are on the side are below uh, kind of mega. Um, what was the world like trampoline? Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. Um, so you can, you know, set yourself on fire and then trampoline hit both of them in one go. Mm-hmm. So it's actually pretty quick. Yeah. Um, to go. Uh, but then the second, uh, you know, and that's what I was doing the entire time. So when he eventually he gets sad uh, at his second phase, he makes those platforms disappear. And this is how I do it anyway. Yeah. So it ended up making the second phase like not significantly tougher. No. Um, but still kind of a creative, you know, boss fight. Like you're you're spending a lot of time kind of staying away from the middle of the screen where he's at and, uh, you know, jumping over him in this periphery. Yeah. Um, and I love a boo. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, in fact, one of the things that I saw at the Midwest Gaming Classic was a Boo plushie, which has me considering buying a Boo plushie on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Boo is extremely good. 
Yeah. Like, uh, I, I really like Boo. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, nothing more to add to that. I think, I think all, <laughs> all the, like the undead, the necromancy side of the Mushroom Kingdom, I think oh, all that great. stuff is good. Like, I like Dry Bones. Yep. Dry Bones, uh, the, uh, the ghost Lakitus, I think are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Haunted <laughs> Mario is really cool. That would be a cool idea for a gimmick game for that series. Like, oh, you know, I mean, not Luigi. I guess that'd be Luigi's Mansion, which I don't <laughs> like that much, but like, you know, just like Mario in and just really lean into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, um, so next uh, we go to Fury Volcano. Yes. Again, just leaning into these, uh, leaning into these emotions. This is Lava Land. Uh, this also revives some, some of the enemies that we haven't seen, um, since like the Dinosaur Island, Chocolate Island, uh, areas of, uh, of Super, Super Mario World. World. Yeah. 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 Um, this level I don't think is super great. Um, no, it's before they, 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 they lean into like really mazy levels or really platformy levels. Yeah. I think, I think after this, there's kind of like a stretch of pretty good worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fury Volcano, Volcano is just kind of blah. I guess like the overwhelming thing is since there's not so much kind of water, uh, it's more lava. Like this actually does have more hazards on the ground. Yeah. But like, you'd expect Peach has a lot of health, especially if you're upgrading it. So like hitting lava just reduces your health by one half of a heart and then drops you back at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not that big a deal. Um, there's a little bit of, uh, there's these kind of idols, um, that you can put under lava geysers that mm-hmm. become moving platforms. But again, you can fly. Yep. Um, you know, so like you don't really need those. And then they do this kind of really clumsy thing where they, uh, I think this is the first set of levels that has the, um, the pollen, that happens when you try yeah, to fly. Uh, yeah, I, I put that into the uh, into the Giddy Sky one, but you're absolutely right. They definitely show yeah. up earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. So every once in a while, when they don't want you to use this, uh, you start flying, and then all these little clouds come from nowhere <laughs> and crowd you, and it's supposed to be pollen. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's, like, it's like little spores, but they're not visible. It's just like if you're not paying super attention uh, to these light blue things that are oftentimes traveling against a light blue sky, it'll just look like your flying powers have failed you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just clumsy, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I understand like, you know, it's like, Oh wait, shit. We gave people the ability to fly in every level. You know, we can't, uh, we can't stop anything. can't stop them from just flying through the game. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, damn right. You did like you, you yeah. fucked up like, but there's, and they, they don't use it very often. There's like six screens in the whole game or so that you can't fly through. Yeah. You know, so it's a weird choice. There could be a, a more visually distinct indicator that like flying is not an option for this puzzle or for this screen. Yeah. 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 The, the, or just the, make it make it like you have to go through some kind of hoops and it's really difficult to uh, to do it, you know, execute it correctly. You have to really, really stretch that meter. But if you did, you get to make it. Yeah. Bypass yeah. this, uh, you know, lava geyser stone thing. Whenever they do that, they're expecting you to jump along these arrows that are firing out from the side of a screen like just make the spores bugs or make them some like paratroopers that are flying super fast and like just pushing you down to the ground like that's that yeah. that, that is really all that i need yeah do do something do something in theme yeah yeah agreed mm-hmm. um also here um you know there are there are poison gas levels which are kind of interesting you have to turn into you don't fly here you have to turn into the whirlwind but not actually ascend Right. To kind of clear up the gas, but you can't clear it up permanently. No, no. Um, you keeps... spin for a little while, the screen gets clear, and then it comes back. Yeah. Um, which is just a, a vibe tax, it feels like. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, 
a couple times a little bit later they introduce this again and it's during platforming mm-hmm. so you have to kind of stop it reminds me of um climbing up the mountain in final fantasy 7 like yeah, you climb up yeah. and then you have to stop and tap and then you keep climbing you have to stop and tap it's a little mm-hmm. bit like that yeah um but in general this world is not again no great shakes yeah um not as many gimmicks introduced as the last world or the next one really mm-hmm. and uh yeah you just kind of make your way through yeah uh, so the boss stage for this one is a variant on scaring away the booze. You are trying to uh, tap away these volcanic rocks uh, before Peach can run into them. Uh, there are small ones and there are big ones. The big ones require more taps and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, I, I found this a little bit tricky. Like, you know, you have to tap, you have to stay on top of it. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just because we just did dead space, but I was like, fuck man, <laughs> <laughs> got to get these things. Yeah. Um, me too. When we get to this boss, which I actually like, mm-hmm. um, it is a gigantic uh, wiggler uh, that turns angry during, you know, which is wiggler. Uh, he's always <laughs> turned angry. He's always yeah. angry. Yeah. That's his secret. Um, <laughs> so it's a wiggler that turns angry from time to time. Yeah. Wigglers being the uh, the big uh, caterpillar enemies from uh, Mario World. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you need to uh, use your fury to activate these kind of large springs. Um, to uh, flip him onto his back so he can jump on his belly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what this guy does when he uh, when he gets angry or when the uh, the second phase is because it seemed like he it didn't change that much. It's kind of a flat line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one doesn't. But I like a gigantic wiggler. It's a huge, mm-hmm. impressive, cute sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, wiggler's real good and cute. So I'd also appreciate a plush wiggler. Yeah. I should. I mean, you know, I could. I could probably plush out on all the Mario enemies. Like, oh, of course, yeah. Like, I, I, I've I've been doing searches on Amazon. Like, they're there. Yeah. You can get a five inch ghost boo uh, for like ten bucks. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Um. I w- I would love a a monster manual for the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh yeah. Well, this like uh, stat box. This game has a a bestiary. Yeah. You can you, yeah. you can look through. Yeah. Um. That's it would be really. It's not, yeah, it's not quite the exact same thing. I want, like, I want stats. Like, I want to be able to, like, what does, you know. You want to be able to run a Mario campaign? Yeah, what's this guy's morale? <laughs> you know? That'd be super cool. Yeah. Uh, so we go from uh, Fury Volcano to Wavy Beach, which is where the platforming starts getting just a little bit tougher. Um, yeah. There's a lot of moving platforms, um, and they're not afraid to throw bullet bills of varying sizes at you. And varying emotions. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, this level is really good. I think this is where the game it's, and it's been a while. This is the halfway point of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when it gets challenging to a fun degree. Yes. And that's a lot of game to set through. So like, I recognize that like mm-hmm. in, in the end, my estimation of this game is generally positive. Yep. It has a huge problem with it not being quite difficult enough or media enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a weird, this is the point where they do the pass on where like novelty and cuteness can carry you through and now it's a little bit more challenging enough to where it feels like a video game yeah but this could be the first level of another game mm-hmm. you know it's not uh we're not getting into like i want to be the guy territory yeah or anything so yep no i i generally agree with you even though i i probably have a dimmer view of the game overall but only like slightly like 10 percent yeah. dimmer yeah yeah um so this is a uh, water level uh it adds these uh, waves that will kind of complicate your ability to travel along um, uh, in the water as your as your little boat. Uh, these kind of make platforms that you need to uh, jump on for timing puzzles a little bit. Uh, but mm-hmm. otherwise, like there is no real uh, no real penalty for failure aside from being dragged back to the beginning of a screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, there's always a way too that you can kind of avoid these as well. There's usually a high road. Yeah, kind of yeah. platform it's, it's, it's like a uh, it's it's like a little gutter that you drop into if you uh, if you mess up on platforming. Yeah, yeah. And there are also these sand pillars that you have to. They're just function as doors. You have to cry on them to uh, to make them go away. But they have faces, which makes like crying <laughs> on them until they dissolve seem like. Yeah, it's it's a know, real uh, candy practices. like Candy Kingdom style horror. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Um, poor guys. But again, it just, you're just using a different emotion. <laughs> yeah. Than uh, than you would uh, if they were a wind gate or a fire gate. Yeah. Of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there are also uh, long sections where gigantic chain chomps will fire at you like the huge bullet bills from Mario World. Um, and these are places where you just need to uh, take uh, take cover in little gaps um, as they uh, as they roll by. Yeah. Yeah. This is another Mario enemy I like a lot. Yeah. Like I would love to have like a if I was ever on like a chain gang or had a, a ball and chain <laughs> attached to my foot, like I would just want to try to scratch in like the chain chomp onto it <laughs> so hopefully if i ever get stuck in a saw dungeon they'll have a sense of humor and like let me do that of course um yeah. little buddy official super mario plush five inch chain chomp eleven dollars and 75 cents oh gary oh my God. like all of our wildest <laughs> dreams we can make happen it's it's great it's it's all our mildest dreams like that's the nice thing about being <laughs> us is that like <laughs> the, the nice thing about it. being us it's, it's like the, the essentially all of our big wishes during this episode are have been what if there was a product and the answer is always yes yeah. <laughs> oh you know life is about managing expectations oh yeah like i, I would not trade my my modest taste for anything like yeah. if, if i liked nice things i would be fucked oh yeah yeah like i would be sad and and, and you know <laughs> want to go to college for a stem degree or something like yeah. i'm glad that i don't like nice things yeah so. i just i just i just kind of like sleeping and drinking and both of those yeah. are good yeah and you can do them with a flush yeah so. <laughs> yeah um uh in this place uh is also crawling with these uh uh nipper plants right like yes. from uh from mario 3 uh yeah, you're you calling can... the things you had to have the boot to stand on yeah yeah and you can uh you can drown them with your uh with your uh sadness yeah you can drink my tears mm-hmm. um they're also uh they're they're kind of tricky and they move around they're all twitchy they're hard to grab yeah uh, in general and that's even when they're not sad yeah um but there are lots of sad ones around here and they're mm-hmm. even faster um this is where your uh umbrella becomes a sub and you get these subsections that are generally pretty shitty yeah um they're short i'll say that Fortunate. Um, yeah. And they and they introduce like some of the variants of enemies that we've seen. So like the cute blooper, mm-hmm. like or the the uh, sad blooper or the uh, uh, I think there's a happy blooper and a sad blooper. Those are pretty fun. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, I like the Mario water enemies as well. So it's kind of cute to see them. But the levels themselves are not great. Yeah. Um, um, mostly because of the blowing. Yeah. The blowing is a problem. I wish that there was like a <laughs> I don't know, build in an assumption that your microphone doesn't work and map that to a shoulder button. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And we're just like, you know, somebody's going to be playing this on a bus. Yep. And they, you know, they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to play your game like like this weird, cheaty interface thing. Yeah. Not everybody oh, lives in Japan where you can do these crazy yeah, things to all devices. On a, on a train, <laughs> yeah. you know, for video game's sake. Yeah. It's you fine. Know, so like, like, I would like to be there. I would like to abandon my dignity, but I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I still I still would rather not i think like, if I'm, like i'm still me even if i'm in japan yeah i suppose you know? yeah like i just and it's not like i'm in like i think oh what is what is someone gonna think of me it's not even that it's just like i don't know it's it's weirdly performative and big for a thing where like i if i'm on a a train or in public i want like a shell around me that make you know 
I would love to carry my own room with me <laughs> if I could. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be yeah. mixed with the public. You're looking for like a solid snake cardboard box that you can put yes. over yourself to make your own yes. cubicle. You know, yeah. you know, and inside that, I wouldn't mind blowing on things, but accepting that, like if I don't have that, yeah, you know, just, I, I, you know, I won't mind just pressing buttons. Yeah, no. And if you're a productive blower like me, like that is just uh, unacceptable. What if somebody's eating a bagel? next to you and then just all, yeah. of, all of a sudden you're like yeah yeah i just i just spit on your bagel oh because i needed my sub umbrella to like shoot a blooper <laughs> my sub umbrella like, yeah 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 like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> uh, it's also like it's not it's also accurate too like the blowing thing is not like you know pressing a button actually works yeah, yeah. you know so I don't, know. I don't know um so we do the log spin thing again which is kind of cheap to mm-hmm. reintroduce that uh, but we get to a new boss fight, and I like this boss fight, uh, the gigantic blooper. <laughs> it's so good. It's like a gigantic background sprite that attacks you with its tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a complicated boss. Yeah. Um, because it, it's four tentacles attack. Each one has different kinds of attacks. It can either grab you or kind of slam you. Um, you have to hit them all. And then once you uh, you hit them, they go under, and he becomes vulnerable. You kind of hit him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Like he he goes to sleep trying to recover his health, and you have to pop his sleep bu- his sleep bubble to uh, to expose his mouth. Yeah. Well, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't go to sleep until the second phase. Oh yeah. There we go. Uh, in the first phase, he spits ink everywhere too, which is kind of cool because it's it's a red herring. Like if you spend all your time crying to clean up the ink, you'll miss your windows to attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just kind of ignore that and hit him. And then the second phase, he goes to sleep. He creates an anime sleep bubble, which you then have to <laughs> pop. Yeah. And I never realized, like, in anime iconography, if that bubble was supposed to exist, I just thought it was a visual indicator, like that mm-hmm. sweat hovering above their head. Yeah, it's like the bleeding nose when they're horny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm not laughing at you because I know that's a thing. I just think that, yep. yep. Um, it, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. But the uh, I like this idea of you kind of popping the interface. It's almost like he has, like, a thought bubble yeah, in Western yeah. iconography, and you pop the thought bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, and you have to, if you don't, uh, he, you know, that's him feeling the calm emotion mm-hmm. uh, and he will heal the same way you do. So you have yeah. this kind of race against the clock for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I generally don't like healing as a mechanic uh, for bosses right. as a thing. Like, I think that, like, it kind of undoes progress, which is demoralizing. And there are better ways to do that. I just like that it is. I like the interface part of this a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Down for it. It's a good fight. Mm-hmm. It's a good fight, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, we move on to Gleam Glacier. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the ice level uh, with the requisite ice level physics. Um, oftentimes you will slide around, makes the uh, the platforming just a little bit more loosey-goosey. The only real gate that you find here uh, is the uh, the ice statues that you need to ray, uh, rage through. Otherwise, it's it's not that involved of a place. Like, this is going to be a very short section of the, of the episode. I will also say that it doesn't have the requisite good ice level music, which extends to the general kind of blandness of the music of this game. Yeah, it's just... like it's it's all it's functional, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's just like uh, what, if, what what if music was sweet and happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's more or less nothing, and that's a the, real bummer. So the, like the best thing that happens is it gets like super slow and distorted and weird when you go uh, uh, to fury or rage. Yeah, I mean, it has a different kind of tenor for every emotion. Yeah. Like, it gets kind of like, uh, you know, when you, it becomes more kind of lilting and stuff when you, you know, go through joy and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the actual compositions are really bland. So there's not going to be a lot of them in this episode because no, they're not fun to listen to. You know, so why why do it? <laughs> um, there are these kind of cool bits where you have to slide under things 
uh, in this, um, mm-hmm. but you can't slide far enough. You get halfway through and you stand up and like give yourself, <laughs> like, you telefrag yeah, you yourself. You telefrag, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you cry on the ground, you make it like a slip and slide. It turns yeah. into ice. You can slide further. I think that's a cool puzzle. Yeah. Um, I wish there wasn't a, a block right next to you telling it, telling you the puzzle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Did you know that ice is just frozen water? What, it, yeah. what in your body is water made of? Yeah. Snake, snake. Press L and R to breathe in and out. Like, the, um, uh, and and then uh, the snowman thing, I like this thing a lot too because you kill these snowmen in three hits. They're not enemies, but they just kind of sadly crumble. Yeah, you like killing them with an umbrella. Like Peach as a as a substitute teacher who keeps having teens like build snowmen on her lawn or something. <laughs> it seems like to me. Wait a minute! Like I would be super happy if somebody built a snowman on my lawn. If you live near me, build a snowman on my lawn. Um, Facing the door. <laughs> Dressed in clothes, clothes. Po- pointing like, at me, yeah, like the yeah. black t-shirt and jeans. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you just like slowly deconstruct them. Like even if you're not making a, a living being sad by killing it, you're still making a living being sad because one of those goombas made this. Like yeah. it was, it was a happy, festive wintertime treat for himself. Yeah, he reconnected with his father, and you deconnected him. <laughs> it was his pipe. So. It was his pipe, Gary. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and it was his grandfather's carrot mm-hmm. and it was his grand, <laughs> grand uncle's coal. Like it was, you know? Yeah. By which you mean coal made of his grand uncle's remains. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, uh, that's really it to this level. There's not a whole lot to it other than that slipperiness. Um, mm-hmm. it's pretty maze like though to you. This yeah. is uh, really in full maze at this point, which again is, is cool if you didn't have to go to the end of every diverticula. Um, you know, I actually like the way the levels are laid out other than that. Yeah. Um, when you get to the boss, you do another rock breaking, uh, section, which we've done this before. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. There are um, ideas. Yeah. And then you fight like a very uncharacteristic, uh, <laughs> Mario enemy here. Yeah. What if, what if a Mario game had a dragon in it? Yeah. There's, I don't think there's been a, a Mario dragon before. Um, they've been like regular enemies, like those dinosaurs that like belch up flame. Those are dinosaurs, though. Yeah. Like this is explicitly like a dragon. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, it's, it's well, weird. it's it's somebody pretending to be a dragon, which is kind of yeah, nice. yeah, which is which is also kind of weird though too. Yeah, I know dragons existed in the Mario Kingdom. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a uh, it's it's a dragon. It's about four times the size that you are, so it's not huge. It's not flying over. It's not a Sultan Sanctuary boss. Uh, but he <laughs> will freeze you with his breath, and as he charges at you, he is kind of surrounded by. Um, an ice bubble that you need to break with your rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. Um, it actually has, it's not uh, when you just hit him, um, he takes one damage. You have to kind of like wear him down and hit him multiple times, mm-hmm. and which kind of foreshadows the uh, end series of bosses that are more like, you know, bosses Yeah, where you actually just fight them rather than just do the gimmick, repeat it, you know, repeat the gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after you uh, after you beat him, uh, it turns out he is an ice an ice mage, like uh, a a magician pretending to be a dragon. Yeah, so in a way that feels like it's going to be significant to the lore or something, and is not. But it's not because this is Super Princess Peach. He's just harder to hit because he kind of floats around again in a sine wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next world is Giddy Sky, um, which. Again, leans further into the uh, the difficult platforming. You have less of a safety net um, mm-hmm. for you know falling and not restarting. 
<laughs> any given level. Um, and the primary thing that I noticed that they brought in here was the uh, the introduction of these conveyor belt vines, uh, like you would see with the ropes in Butterbridge in Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah. So these are um, or like Donkey Kong uh, Jr. Yeah. You know, you jump on these vines and stuff. Um, this is also uh, the series of uh, spears, correct? The spear uh, jumping on spears puzzles. Mm, those, were, those, those were here around like they, they, they've been around here like usually when we have seen the spores that stop you from joining around uh they've been mm -hmm. around these puzzles for like jumping from spear to spear okay yeah um there's one of these here specifically that has kind of a cool puzzle where like the uh you're jumping up the shaft the spears will hit the wall and you'll jump on them mm -hmm. uh, as they hit the wall they only they're only there for a second but one of them will continue past the wall uh, if you jump on it, it carries you to a music note. But if you hmm. jump on it uh, and the one above or jump on the one above it, it will take you to a toad oh, uh, yeah. kind of there that I thought was kind of a cool puzzle. Yeah. Reminding me of um, what is it? Uh, the Donald Duck uh, game quack shot for <laughs> Genesis. Yeah. Um, I obviously did that because I beat the game because the game makes you do that. Um, I didn't make a note of it, though, because. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah. yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Like it, it expects you. And again, like it's super kind. It doesn't punish you for not getting the right answer for like which one of these spears you wanted to jump on. Yeah. You just fall down. Yeah. 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 Um, so the gates here are these clouds that are, uh, going to block your way until you dissipate them with joy. Um, and this is, like I said before, a place where they start really, really limiting your ability to use the joy emotion to obviate the platforming. Yeah. Yeah. And the clouds also have faces. Yes. So I mean, of, of course. They, they die. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately. Um, the hot, hot bl air balloons are kind of weird. Yeah. And this, you control them in a weird way where, like, you have to be on them and you're raging. Um, and then you walk back and forth to kind of steer them. And mm -hmm. they have to go through a narrow... Uh, bits yeah you're like following lines of vibe um of vibe crystals to make sure yeah. that you can keep on doing it yeah. um and all those vibe crystals and enemies will all respawn if you go through a pipe and come back yeah, yeah. and uh, you just have to start kind of doing that it's it's kind of like showing it just kind of creaking here mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit sloppy yeah but you know still fine yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> like by this point it was just like yeah whatever yeah uh -huh. it's, still, it's still relatively fun and the challenge is up a little bit to where it's like more engaging than you know Who's woods? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, there are also these regular balloons, not hot air balloons that you have to like jump on a couple of times to make them raise up. Um, and you're like riding this knife's age between are they going to rise or are they going to disappear? Yeah. Yeah. And um, they start flashing and you have to do the kind of properly timed jumps to get them to rise mm -hmm. up enough to use them as the platform that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right before the boss, we do another elastic platforms uh, section. And we actually fight a major enemy, uh, comic. Yeah. Uh, here, comic. Uh, the uh, Bowser's weird little court wizard. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's bigger. Uh, or sorry, they're bigger than they than they have usually been. Um, mm -hmm. And they're kind of floating around, and they have this uh, huge scepter that they are uh, shooting shapes at you with. Yeah. yeah, which is usually his his whole deal. Mm -hmm. um, the way you beat him, you have to make him vulnerable by making him dizzy, uh, which is a little bit arbitrary, but that's what you have to do mm -hmm. um, through uh, spinning next to him. And then uh, once he's dizzy, you can hit him. Um, the way you replenish your vibe energy in this is uh, he will summon uh, clones of himself mm -hmm. or other versions of himself to fly back and forth 
Um, and this is kind of weird because some of them are in like the middle ground, the background, and the foreground. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only hit the ones that are in the foreground, and sometimes they're just carrying crystals. Yeah. Uh, so you have to, and you have to, you can't just grab the crystal. You have to kill the one, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's carrying it. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of tricky mm-hmm. uh, to get him because they they fly by pretty quick. And if you were doing something else, if you're healing, if you're trying to make a, you know, comic dizzy or what have you, <laughs> uh, during this period, you can miss your your window. Yeah. Um, this boss took a couple of tries. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably the hardest boss mm-hmm. uh for me. Um you know, tied with, you know, like the the you know, giant Bowser. Yeah. Specifically yeah. because it's like tied with an emotion that uh requires a lot of vibe energy the uh, compared to the amount of output that you get because you yes. have to use vibe energy to get up to it and then also use vibe energy to like hurt it while you're descending. When we didn't talk about how the vibe energy, uh, they do have different consumption rates. Yes. Uh, so one of the ways they try to balance letting you fly all the time is by having your vibe energy drain at an accelerated rate with joy. Yeah. And then calm, I think, is the one that probably takes the least. Right. So this is uh, is very vibe energy intensive. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but you defeat Comic um, and Perry, who whose life was irrevocably destroyed by a <laughs> wizard, is happy that Comic is done for. Uh, at least for right mm-hmm. now. Um, and this opens up the path uh, to Bowser's villa. Uh, <laughs> what's also notable, you don't just rescue a toad here, you rescue Luigi, who uh, Princess Peach refers to as the green man. Yeah. <laughs> the green... <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a creepy pasta. <laughs> um, you know, once uh, once you got the haunted Mario 2 cart, the green man started showing up. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this moves us on to Bowser's villa, which that seems like a not the right noun. <laughs> or where Bowser it's, lives, right? It's fine. This is like a this. It's like a fun little island, you know. It's a like, summer home, like yeah. I, I, I'm I'm good with it. Like you're Bowser, into Bowser has villa? a fort, like a fortress and a castle and stuff like that. Like, I mean, this doesn't look like a villa to me. Like, it's a lot no. of it's a lot of stone and a lot of like torture equipment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's I'm like, not here to kick and shame Bowser. Is what I'm saying. Okay, oh, I'm fine with him kink shame. Um, <laughs> It just it's just it's weird because it is so clearly a fortress. You know, it, it felt like a bad translation thing or something. Yeah. Um or just kind of a misname. Yeah. Um <clears throat> maybe it's one of those things that is a pun in uh in Japanese. Uh maybe. Yep, I'll I'll claim ignorance on that. Yeah. Um so this uh this introduces like the biggest kind of maziest levels yet. And oh, the worst boy. part about it is there are several uh things that have kind of forest of illusion mm-hmm. door puzzles, quote unquote puzzles, tasks. Yeah. Um, there's no time limit or anything. There's no sense of stakes. Mm-hmm. They're just a pain in the dick. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about every individual one. Just know that there are like at least three of them and they suck. Yeah. They're like, there are ones where like you go through the right door and you progress up this like ascending level of like three door stages. You go through the wrong one, you drop back to the bottom and you know, it's not impossible to remember like left, right, center, right, 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 left, center. Yeah. Uh, but it's a little bit annoying. At the very, I think least. the the longest one is a, is six six doors long. Yeah, um, which is which is just you know I can memorize that, but mm-hmm. you're not testing anything meaningful. No, when you do that, and that's the frustrating thing about it. And this mm-hmm. this is what actually made me realize this is why I stopped collecting toads mm-hmm. was I got mad at some of these things and just was like I just need to get out of here, and then realized like oh you know there are toads. There's also things here too where like the critical path is hard to find. A lot of times I'd be on something I felt like it would be the critical path, but it just led to a toad. Oh, yeah. So, like, kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, for some of these levels, especially the later ones in this world, finding the exit was actually trickier than finding all of the toads. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. But there are really cool things that happen in this as well. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of sections where there are uh, those endless runner kind of crying on the fast dropping platforms being while being chased by ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those things. Like that's that's really fun. Like really precision uh, platforming. All of the uh, zipline sections in this are really good. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, the swinging ball spikes that go on the Z axis. Like I I love a mode seven aesthetic. Um, yeah. And seeing that happen is pretty cool too. Yeah. And the big kind of gimmick that gets introduced um, is these uh, these gigantic like the dragon god fight from Demon Souls. Yeah. <laughs> so in the background there is a gigantic thwomp that takes up the entire screen um and his eyes are closed when he opens his eyes you have to mimic whatever the nearest statue um displays for you yeah they're statues of peach because bowser is a real fucking friend-zoned cuck <laughs> and the uh <laughs> like, so the uh and they're the you know it starts off it's like ducking and that's not a big deal right but then they start mixing up and there's like enemies that are gonna try to knock you out of that pose um and then eventually it becomes uh being mid jump so you have to time it right so you when he opens his eyes you're mid jump mm-hmm. um, because if you fail he opens his mouth into a hell void <laughs> that sucks, sucks, you in. sucks you in it's kind of amazing like yeah. it is a really weird cool mechanic yeah and you do it a lot like i think there's like three segments yeah of this um and they just get trickier and trickier like because uh, the first one, I think there are Koopas mm-hmm. that are around and they walk towards you, but eventually they enter, introduce dry bones and dry bones will throw projectiles yeah. at you. So it's like you have to scramble to take out the dry bone, which will come back <laughs> uh, in time for you to be able to strike the pose while the thwomp is doing its thing. Yeah. Um, I think these are really cool. I think these are super cool levels. I found found them fun every time. Yeah, this is a, the, the, this is a cool idea. It was diminished by having to go through them, through them a couple times trying to find mm. other toads or the exit. Um, but like as oh, a backtracking gimmick. through one sucks. Yeah. Like I, that's why when I was saying like it felt like the critical path and it wasn't mm-hmm. like that's what these that's what they do. Yeah. But like on their own, this is a cool idea. And, you know, it is something special about a game that is like this where your main character has as many verbs as Peach does. You know, like yeah. figuring out what you need to do. There are like four options maybe that it makes you kind of interpret um, and it does a very good job of like ramping you up into them, but it's always engaging. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, you get to the end. Uh, this is where it says like, Hey, there's a great power here. going to mm-hmm. need some toads. Um, if you have all the toads, you can continue. If you don't, you can't, uh, we already talked about that, but that sucks. Yeah. Um, you go through, you do your little like preset stage, which is scaring off booze again. Um, you know, I wish they had more ideas for these, but that's okay because they're they're generally pretty fun. And he, the end is not a stage; it's this boss rush. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So you approach Bowser's throne, and he decides, "Hey, I'm going to deal with this by sicking my buddies on you." Uh, so this is probably the game where the Hammer Brothers have had the most narrative importance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And being recognized as like in Mario One, those are the 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 enemies that suck. Right, right. right. Like it was such a big deal when you came across some Hammer Brothers, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's cool to see them kind of like uh, used here. Like we see a couple of, like the big fat stompy Hammer Brother from Super Mario World shows up earlier. Yeah. But these are the ones that like, you know, they're trying to present as like a real serious threat. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, like this it ends up being, again, an- another Dark Souls comparison, like the uh, the Royal Rats uh, Vanguard. Like there is one mm-hmm. of them that is the main boss and all the others are being summoned in and you have to go after like the super angry one with the black shell uh, to yeah. take him out. Yeah. Or you can take out all of them by turning on fire and running back and forth. Oh, of course. 
know, because it, it's it, it's not that hard. But what's kind of cool is uh, they're on a platform of bricks, uh, like Hammer Brothers usually presented, mm-hmm. and this happens in waves. Yeah, uh, every time you hit the main platform uh, or main Hammer Brother, more of them spawn in. So if you've been killing the platform or the Hammer Brothers by hitting the platform under them, mm-hmm. you're weakening the platform. So when they all drop from the sky, more of them are going to land on your level, yeah, making it more difficult. So you're kind of incentivized not to reduce the shield mm-hmm. that you have. Yeah, um, I think it's a cool boss fight. Like, yeah, this is pretty neat. It's good, and like it is something <laughs> something new that they've done with Hammer Brothers, uh, and they haven't done that for a while. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Um, boss number two. Uh, so you end up fighting Bowser himself. You teleport up to another chamber um, and uh, you end up fighting regular sized Bowser, um, who's a pretty good boss fight as well. Yeah. Yeah. Also real good. Um, he throws hammers, which Bowser does. Mm-hmm. Uh, spits fire, which Bowser does mm-hmm. and gets cranky. Yeah. Like he will cycle Bowser through does. a couple different moods. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you just have to hit him. Like it's again, it's like a fight fight. It's not like as much of a puzzle. No, no. Like, um, and this is a place where your rage is going to be really useful. Like he will charge into these statues that you can use to recharge your vibe. Um, and that is a way to, uh, damage him without damaging yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, like later Mario games have all turned like Bowser always becomes giant Bowser. Mm hmm. Now, so after you kill this Bowser, he turns into giant background Bowser. Yeah. Um, which uh, throws, uh, it's kind of like bullet heli. Yeah. Like sends uh, split waves of hammers and fireballs at you mm-hmm. uh, until eventually it rains up a bombs, which you need to uh, hit, hold long enough to cook the grenade, and then toss up into his face. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit similar to the, uh, to the end boss of Mario World. Um, but yeah, like it's cool that he's this big, attractive background sprite. It's like, it's similar to Mario World in that you're tossing up, but it doesn't have the timing factor. Correct. Or Mario World doesn't have a timing factor. Like, right. I mean, yeah. it has an aiming factor, I guess, but yeah, this does yeah. too. Like, it's kind of it reminds me. Um, it's more like um, weirdly like the the mega background thwomps, just in that like mm-hmm. you're watching these kind of uh, animation tells to see when is the proper time to throw this for it to blow up at this right height. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good fight. Like, it's hard. Yeah. It, it took me a couple of tries. Um, it's a bit of a bummer that you have to fight Hammer Brothers each time you do it. Uh, but otherwise, like, you know, that's, um, again, fine. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, and then that's that's the ending. Then you kill uh, kill Mega Bowser. Um, <laughs> you get this ending uh, ending sequence where Mario is rescued, and they walk back to the Mushroom Kingdom. And then the narrator, so there's no closure <laughs> on your umbrella, your Eldritch umbrella companion. No, no. Like, he, he, lives, he lives in a little cylindrical canister next to Peach's front door. <laughs> yeah, and she's going to have to be happy with that. And she, you know, pours in some like a, a couple of eggs and uh, the contents of her incinerator uh, once a week. <laughs> and then uh, he stays happy. And the narrator says, you know, this this vibe scepter and gives you that thing we alluded to earlier where it's like, where's the vibe scepter? Might be in at your house. Your dad got mad at you. Your mom's been laughing, uh, laughing happily a lot. It might be the scepter. Yeah. In your also, house. you might be living in a in a dysfunctional home. I'm very sorry. Yeah, it's it's very strange. Yeah, uh, and it kind of undercuts some of that like good theming I was talking about. Where if you start uh, chalking up emotions in the real world to this magical outside presence. Yeah. You know, I would rather have had the vibe scepter be inside you all along or something. Mm. Um, you know, or have it you know be like Dumbo's scarf or what have you, Dumbo's feather. Yeah, like the which, vibe which, 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 which also was the power was in you all along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the vibe scepter did nothing. It's just, uh, you know, people yeah. in the mushroom kingdoms are no longer uh, being damaged by the performative patriarchy. Of masculinity, <laughs> you know, yeah, the the, the, um, the myth of powerful stoicism. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then you go into New Game Plus, but that's you know the ending for my needs. Yeah, uh, I didn't play very much of the the post game. It was fine. Like I, I I I did a little bit of it. Realized it was just a harder combination of the other mm-hmm. stuff, which is which is good. Like one of my main complaints about the game is that it's too easy. But I was also kind of tired of the base elements, uh, which mm-hmm. stopped me from doing it. But I watched videos of everything that it made you do and like yeah it looks good and fun the bosses are a little bit more challenging uh there's no uh remix of the final boss like you collect the last toad and you're done which is a bit of a bummer yeah yeah um yeah and then you know if you want to if you want to get a hundred percent completion um if you do that you get unlimited vibe yeah um so you can do like the third playthrough (laughs) where where you're just on fire the entire time i guess pretty much yeah um yeah yeah and that's uh, that's Super Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think you're a little bit more positive on this than I am. Uh, there, there are plenty of great things about this. Making Peach a more capable uh, kind of protagonist with lots more verbs, with uh, much more enemy variety. Uh, these are new ideas that are brought to um, the Mario series. Uh, Can I... Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. Can I put an asterisk there yes. and clarify something uh, just because I'm imagining? Uh, so one of the things when you say making Peach that kind of like strong verbal protagonist, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the shitheads on something sensitive are going to be like, oh, these guys are just saying that because like they don't think it's a good game. They're just doing this for SJW. No, like, fuck no. No, it's yeah. more fun to do that. Yeah. You like, like you, even you if can you do more things. Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't get on board with a feminist reading of this having a good, you know, yeah. uh, the protagonist having this verb set, you get to do more fun things. Yeah, you can do you can do more fun things. And also the enemies uh, present different patterns than you would see in a normal Mario game um, mm-hmm. by virtue of this emotion thing. It's both super cute and super varied, but also mechanically interesting in a way that I wish they would have leaned more into before you got to the credits and like, hey, here's New Game Plus. Right. Yeah. Um, as an exploration maze game, it's fine. Uh, but again, you get back into that uh, big bag of cornmeal problem uh, with some of it. And so, like, the character can get me through a lot. I uh, am generally in favor of something that has a lot of personality um, uh, in the face of, you know, maybe not as much mechanical depth or, you know, it, you know, making me do interesting things. Um, and I think that that is also harmed by some of the problems where it's like, yeah, you just need to either have enough vibe or just understand that here is the uh, the emotion that you need to go through. But this is a kid's game. And so <laughs> I'm walking into this maybe with some expectations that are out of line with what it is. Taking it for what it presents itself to be, it is good and fine. Um, and it is a big, expansive platformer that gives you a lot of interesting things to do. Um, would I have played it all the way through as much as I did if I was doing it for a show? Mm, probably not. Uh, I probably would have played it as much as I did back in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, I never need to touch it again. Yeah. Right. So like, I think I am slightly more positive on it than you are. However, it's, it's like a, uh, you know, for me it is like when people, this is going to be a weird comparison, but when people try to sell uh, destiny to me, Okay. One of the the big things that people use is that it's like uh, there's like a extra credits video that's really good where it's like is Destiny the Law and Order of uh, I don't know if it uses Law and Order but like is it like the Law and Order of video games where it's like this isn't going to be good like this is not good <laughs> it's just good enough it passes the time you come home from a day of work you don't want to think you sit down and just kind of like pass some time yeah yeah you know um and for me uh, that's like a that I don't like that right mm-hmm. um, that's that's I don't want that from video games. 
the very rare time I want that and I don't want to play Isaac, this kind of thing is what I kind of want. Yeah. Because even Mario platformers, which I like um, a lot, even when they're easy, always have like last levels that get kind of like a little bit more friction than I want for when I'm literally dead to the world. Yeah. You know? Um, so for me, this is a, that hits that very, very small niche mm-hmm. of like, I'm in a, a mood to not think I'm in a mood to not be challenged. Uh, let's move some time forward. Look at some cute things, see yeah. some pleasant kinesthetics, you know, um, it works really well on that level for me. Yeah. That's not something I demand very much. Like that's not something I want that much mm-hmm. in games. Um, so it's like, you know, it fits a perfect shape that I don't care about that much, but I think it actually does that pretty well. Not that it would be harmed by being like a better game. Like if this had a better challenge balance or right, right. better design levels, it would be, it'd be better, mm-hmm. you know, but it hits that minimum for that specific kind of thing. I'm looking for very rarely. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to what would probably happen if we did like a run of Wario games, you know, like, both this and Wario games have some really cool ideas. They're different games, but they're also not as challenging on like a moment to moment, you know? Um, I don't think that they're not worth doing. We have to look at them in the context of the show as yeah. well as we're as we're looking at this and talking about it. Like this is a really competent platformer on a portable system that is an extension of a, a of a series that is you know, universally beloved. I was about to say that we both love, but I don't think that we have a monopoly on liking Mario. No, I mean, I I think, I think the Wario games are generally better than this. Yeah. Um, hit that balance a little bit better, but they're not as adorable. Like they're more, they're, they're Wario, which I love Wario. It's like off key and he's disgusting. And like, I like, I like the Wario. (laughs) It's like this, it just, it's just weird. It like hits that kind of cute factor. Like there's so many things that like, I would make this not a recommendation for you. Like if you, if you play a Mario game and it's wireframe for you, mm-hmm. like a boo is not a boo. A boo is just like a might as well be a spiky block that just moves towards you and you're not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Then you should never, you never touch this. Yeah. But weirdly enough, like I'm invested in those. I think those characters are really cute and cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just kind of works for me. It's that ineffable yeah. thing, which I, I don't like uh, relying on. Like, I think that's, you know, kind of shitty criticism to be like charming mm-hmm. or like, you know, cute, but like that is part of the appeal and it makes, you know, super subjective like it has nothing to do with it as a product like mm-hmm. it just kind of rounds up a little bit more than maybe it would yeah. and and it's not you know it's not a great game like i like it I'm glad i played it i like it as much as you know it's it's like oh it's like a seven mm-hmm. you know and then i want to move on yeah uh don't expect it to expect much out of you beyond just a pavlovian response to mario platforming mechanics broadly and mario platforming aesthetics yeah yeah yep yeah. And, you know, it's good. To, I, I wish that it had been. I mean, it was really financially successful. I don't know why we haven't got another Peach game like this. It does have that feeling of like a, a sequel to this that took these ideas and really ran with it mm-hmm. might have done really well. I I just think that it, it like it fell into this doldrum because like this is also the generation that gave us like Yoshi's Island DS. Yeah. You know, like which was maybe not developed by Tosai, Tose, but very similar to that. Like it just uh, I think that maybe there was something about like this era or this ethic that made them feel comfortable, like pumping and dumping this. I mean, for sure, like it, it, it's that doldrum, but that doldrum, it's not like companies general. I mean, I guess earlier we just talked about Nintendo not being smart about making decisions based on money, but like yeah. video games in general, when they're successful financially, they get sequels, mm-hmm. right? Like we're doing Assassin's Creed 43 or whatever, like, you know, hackney <laughs> joke, but like, the, you know, those will be out forever because they make X amount of money. Right. 
Like there's no, you know, there's no artistry left. Like they might be individually good games, but it's not a passion project. It's just mm-hmm. like every year there's a sequel. Right. That. It's, it's like Call of Duty or whatever. It's just this was immune to that. Whereas like we keep getting new Super Mario Brothers games. Yep. Uh, that also sold really well, but this sold well too. It just mm-hmm. seems like they're. They, it, I don't understand why this was brushed under that rug. Yeah, you know, um, like the the Mar- Yoshi DS got brushed under the rug, but New Super Mario Brothers didn't. Right. You know, other games that kind of came out at that time didn't. So it would be cool for somebody to like just kind of take this and and run with it. Yeah. Um, you know, and yep. and yeah, you know. and, and it's very cool that there is a game starring Princess Peach. Right? Oh yeah, you know, and, and again, not just for parody SJW reasons. It's also I've always liked this character. Yeah. Um, you know, this is my Mario Kart character. Um, oftentimes my Mario Golf character as well. Mm-hmm. And like uh I've always I, I just like I like the design of Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think Daisy can rot in a fucking ditch. If you if you if you, if you, if you don't if <laughs> wait you a minute, wanna, you're taking a really hard light on Daisy. If, if, if you want to call me, you know, a cuck SJW, wait until you hear about what I think about Daisy, who should have been thrown in a river at birth. So like the <laughs> But who would who would Luigi date? Uh I, I dry bones, boo, I don't know. <laughs> that vacuum. I don't... <laughs> Uh, I, I can't i can't get by in this i think i think daisy's fine i, I just need daisy to have more personality yeah, that's true yeah. like i think peach is like the kind of comically like cute and 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 girly and and you know prudish but like or not prudish but like uh princess oriel you know like uh, in her her personification <laughs> her kind of uh characterization in, in paper mario uh-huh I, I think is really cute and good yeah and daisy doesn't have characterization right you know so that's that's my big problem with daisy mm-hmm so, and that's why, you know, somebody doesn't have characterization. They can drown in a fucking ditch. Yeah. yeah. The, um, yeah. Just give, give me a reason to pay attention to you or you can die. <laughs> that's it. You know, at this point with all these, like with the internet. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I just, mean oh know, fuck the internet, man. Oof, yeah. With the internet. Days? Like I just, yeah. These oh, days in, in this economy. Seems so smart to me. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, like that's, that's super princess peach. I'm glad we did it for the show. Cause it's an oddball game. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's been a while since we did something that like, man, when was the last time anyone talked about super princess peach? <laughs> like never. So like, I, I, I'm glad that, you know, to contribute to people at least. Yeah. We, like we, we had to walk into our, into our Slack channel and like rip people's fingernails off in order to get responses <laughs> about this. <Yeah. laughs> if you play this, we must know what you think about it for the love of God. Um, what uh? What do we do next time, Cole? Hey everybody, um, there was actually a little bit of shuffling around. So the re- segment we recorded, where we talked about uh, what we're going to play next, turned out to be false uh, between the record and the edit. So the actual next games uh, next time is going to be Crimson Shroud for the 3DS. Uh, after that, we are doing a special announcement uh, for a week. We're going to talk about some stuff. You're going to want to hear that. I promise. And the week after that is the Pilot Wings live episode that includes the live recording at the Midwest Gaming Classic and uh, an appendix that we recorded uh, kind of recounting our experience. After that is our poll winner, um, Yakuza, uh, which I knew was going to win. And there's audio of me saying that it would definitely win. I'm excited about that. Um, And then after that is finally, at long last, SSX Tricky. So, uh, yeah, if you have anything to say about any of those games other than Pilot Wings, which we're not doing responses on, or the announcement, which you don't know shit about yet, dog. Um, if you have anything to say about those things, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Um, please, one game per response. So if you have things to say about multiple games, 
That's great. Just do a different contact for everyone. We really appreciate it. And now uh, back on to the recording and the episode. Um, yeah. So that, that's and then we have other stuff kind of planned. It's all really cool. We have planned through the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. And uh, keep an eye out for all those things. Um, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is through Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV, um, you can kick us some money. Uh, you get different kind of benefits and the like. Mm-hmm. And one benefit you get from that is getting your name read on air. And yeah. Thanked. So I want to thank uh, Gregory Gregarian. Yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic name. Fantastic name. Uh, it's, it's got the uh, it's got the alliteration. Um, that mm-hmm. last name is great. Yeah. Yeah, Gregarian. Yeah. Uh, I would like to thank John Hurst. B plus name. <laughs> like, I, I just, I'm just kidding. The B plus name for an A plus person. Like he is, yeah, he's yeah. been around forever and has uh, been very generous. Absolutely. I was just, I was just funny. Yeah, John. <laughs> I, it is also a great name. Uh, Ian Smith. Um, you know, thank you. Thank you very much, Ian. Yeah. Uh, Robert Hamilton. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Yeah. Really do appreciate that. And then Luke Robinson. Thank yeah. you very much for uh, supporting us. Yeah. Very thoughtful uh, uh, Bonfire Side Jack contributor. Yeah. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, so if you would like to be like any of those five luminaires, uh, you can head on over to our Patreon and uh, hit us up with a couple bucks a month. Makes a big difference. And um, we just recently crossed five thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and uh, that means that's going to light a fire under my ass to release a pilot for our next show, Heartbeat <laughs> City, uh, which that pilot will come out soon. There'll be announcements that'll run over the Duckfeed presents. Yeah. RSS feed. So dust off that bad boy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, like that, that total it makes a huge difference for us because like. Neither Gary nor I work full-time jobs. We are able to derive our living from dedicating a lot of time to this show and many others. Yeah. Yeah, we really do. It it makes a big difference. And it lets us, you know, we just talked about doing that live show and lets us go to the Midwest Game Classic where, like, that episode won't come out for a while, but we met a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was great. You know, so, like, it was uh, the fact that we're able to do that is through Patreon. Yeah. And uh, and we really do appreciate that opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there are other ways, uh, like us, uh, rate us or review us on iTunes. Um, and also, uh, if you, uh, want to go to duckv.tv slash tip jar, you can buy things on Amazon, uh, through that link. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but that goes a long way towards supporting us. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, telling your friends, things like that, putting it on blogs, uh, tweets, things like that are really appreciated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So thank you very much. Um, I think that's probably good. And uh, until next time, what should they do, Cole? Um, they should watch out. You know what? Embrace your emotion. Don't watch out. Yeah. Embrace it. Feel Embrace things rage. for once in your fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> oh, no, Gary. No. It, it, no. It's not your fault. Oh, I wish you. I I'm wish telling you, it's not your fault. Uh, no. It's not your fault. No. It's not your uh, fault. Uh, no. No. I, I I don't have an end game to that. I just want to make increasing. Somebody movies. needs to watch Goodwill Hunting again. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. don't no, it's it's it, yeah, it's a it's a B minus movie. It's fine.
get off my fucking timeline with that shit. I walk into and... Gary's timeline erect. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> I, I'm Darth Maul, motherfuckers. I, I am, am guilty. Yeah. I am Darth. <laughs>